conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick. Six minutes now past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. I be Rick. And I be Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all in the mix today as well. Eddie Van Adler, Stretch Armstrong, and also uh, Happy Gilmore as they earn their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. You heard us mention Bubba's here. Bubba's, I had something I wanted to bring up to you. Uh, last hour, a couple of items we want to hit. Last hour, we were discussing uh, Jalen Hurts, the senior bowl. He'll wear uh, half Alabama, half Oklahoma helmet. W- what does his NFL you know, future look like and you know, value and all that? And we were breaking down the different quarterbacks and styles, and, and we talked about how now the defensive lines you know, warrant you to be able to move in the pocket a little bit because they're so athletic and – you know, teams are trying to find, you know, that, that type of quarterback. Certainly you still have to have the accuracy because it still is a passing league, uh, and you got to be able to uh, to have an accurate quarterback. But anyway, so I, it reminded me, and Bubba's going to love this, because I, I know this is a, a, a beloved uh, a, a, a person for Bubba as a sports fan, is I watched a special last night on Fran Tarkington. Oh, yeah. And here's what I did not know. Fran Tarkington, look at these highlights, uh, was the original, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can get out of trouble and, uh, and make something happen. Look at this. And so, and, and so the, and, and, and did you know that when he came into the league, that his style that we're watching was controversial? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they were like, defenses were going, hey, this, is what, this isn't football. And, yeah. and, and he, he, said, he said, no, he, he said, even my own coach, Hated my style because <laughs> right. they thought it wasn't true. That somehow he was he was yeah. there was something not pure about this when it came to the game, and and he said, "Look, I, I came out of Georgia. I, they put me in the game. You know, th- this amazing. was this was when Minnesota. <laughs> How was, many times he runs? Around. You know, he came in as their quarterback when they were an expansion team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, and 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 they beat the Bears, which nobody thought they were a twenty eight. They were twenty eight point that. underdog. <laughs> He'd he run gave 40, him fifty yards. He'll run forty yards backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what, and what then he'll you? think he's going. <laughs> don't you know them linemen were so tired of chasing him around? But but the point was, they, their first game as a team, Greg, they go to him. They try, they didn't start him, yeah. but that guy couldn't get anything done. So they put him in, and he starts all this against the Bears. And they were twenty eight point underdogs, and they beat the Bears like thirty seven to fourteen. Oh boy! And um, and anyway, he said he was kind of arrogant, and he said, "I came out, and my mother was out there, and I said, Mom, how many?'" How many great quarterbacks do you think are in this league right now? I mean, he said, I mean, I'm talking about how many tremendous. She said, one less than you think. <laughs> and, uh, oh, she that's said, funny. And she said, that was one game. And he said, the very next game, the Cowboys destroyed me. <laughs> but, 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 but they were talking about that this was considered to be undesirable. Yeah, it was. And then they went to Deacon Jones, and Deacon Jones goes, now let me tell you, you go after Fran Tarkington in the heat <laughs> of uh, of the Coliseum, mm-hmm. chasing him around. He said, hey, we hated it. Yeah, he said it was I a bet. nightmare. Uh, the defenses had never been accustomed to somebody running outside mm-hmm. of the pocket and moving around and <laughs> shucking amazing. and jiving. And Greg, Nobody the, used the term extending the play back then. But what's funny, <laughs> What's funny, Greg, they go to his old, old Brocklin, what was his name? That old, old, Norm Van Brocklin. They go to Norm Van Brocklin, Greg, and I promise you this. All, you know what he said? Well, you know what? This is the only quarterback we got. 
This, mm-hmm. We're just going to have to deal with how he plays. <laughs> so he didn't like his style. No. <laughs> he goes, he's, he scrambles and runs around. <laughs> but, I mean, that's all we got. We ain't got nobody better than he is. So I guess it's just what we're going to have to deal with. He wasn't even celebrating that he had a quarterback. That they, that and, nobody... you know, they, they got rid of it. They traded him to New York mm-hmm. and then went off the, the deep end, and then they traded to get him back. Right. So, you know, I, so he, I just started thinking, based on our conversation last segment, yeah. how far ahead of his time he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, right. he was so ahead Crazy of his time. legs. Yeah, and uh, so, but, but now, <laughs> you know, and, and you know what made him even more dangerous? The pillback block was not illegal. Oh, no. No. So the oh, yeah. Some of them would just get careened. <laughs> the offensive linemen, they were just killing people. Yeah. I mean, they, they were. And, uh, but the defenses, you should have seen them getting injured. They said chasing him around. And here's awful. the difference if you'll watch those highlights. You know, nowadays they'll take off and then get upfield. He was still looking to throw the ball. He did yeah, all right. scrambling yeah. so he could pass. He yeah, said that. He said, I was not a runner. He said, I was scrambling so I could find somebody open. Yeah, he was looking yeah. downfield the whole time. Yeah. But he was fun. And, he and was plus, fun. he said, if you're playing on an expansion team, you better be able to scramble. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was – I thought to myself watching that last night, He's way. he was way ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, some, some phone calls uh, tied into what we talked about that we'll move on because we've, we've got something we need to discuss You know, within the show. Clinton in Alabama. Hey, Clinton, how you doing, buddy? All right. You doing all right? I'm doing yeah. all right. How about you? Good. Uh, I love you, you guys. and I Love, love you back, buddy. Got... As much as a straight man can, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I disagreed with the talk about Jalen Hurts. I, I watched every game he played this year, and he is a much better passer than he was when he was at Alabama. Yeah, well, we said we thought he had improved. Yeah, no, yeah no there's doubt. a lot of upside yeah. there for sure. I believe he'll go pretty high in the draft. Mm. Well, what Third do you what round. do you what do you consider high? Uh, within ten, anyway. Well, well yeah, oh. we, we all agree with that. Ten Clinton. rounds or ten? Only seven. You talking about ten picks or ten no. rounds? Uh, the first ten. First ten picks. Well, that's not happening. No, that's yeah. not Clinton. No, I'm not, not even close. I'm, to I'm looking at the third projected the yeah. projected draft third round mm-hmm. round here, and and they're they're not showing him in the first round at all. No, Clint, he's yeah. not going to be with first ten picks. Because Russell Wilson was a third or fourth round pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean just because yeah. they go, don't mean he's not going to be successful. Yeah. Clinton, you went too far with it. You yeah. you can say you think <laughs> Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. And he's going to do fine in the NFL, but don't go crazy. <laughs> yeah, most of them have two a going fifth to uh, Miami. Mm. So, would you take would you take Tua or Jalen Hurts both in their prime? Uh, I'd take Tua, but okay, kind of what we Jaylen said would be my second choice. Well, sure. Well, if you got both of them, I mean, you in you in great shape. Yeah, heck, but you're gonna have to draft two linemen in there yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but remember, that's not a dig at Jalen Hurts, as Bubba just said. There's a lot of positions that teams need to fill, mm-hmm. and they're gonna fill the positions they need to fill. That's yeah. not a dig at people. That it's a strategy. Yeah, and uh, so it's just it, the position he's in. It's doubtful that he'll go in the first round or even the second round. I mean, it could be late second round. Most of these but, guys have yeah. uh, Jerry Judy going uh, 10 or 11. Uh, you got Ruggs going in the top 15 on most of them. So you got several Alabama guys that are going to be uh, very high draft picks. Uh, also, uh, uh, Willis. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't think Moss's kid Diggs. Was, yeah. I, don't, I don't think Moss's kid at LSU was ready to declare for the draft. I think he needed another year. I mean, he's yeah. good. He's good, but I, I think he he. Well, is there more to it though? Can I mean, how's he done in school? Has oh, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? There's always that factor and that would, we don't know. Our back, back to what Bubba. Strike when the iron's hot. Yeah, our yeah, back to what Bubba said. 
I, I, I have all the tools mm-hmm. to be an NFL tight end, and, they, and they'll make me. They'll give yeah. me. They'll give me what I need. Because I'm sure yeah. with that last name, he had some. No some pretty good, you know, coaching as far as and and they probably had some fillers out of, mm-hmm. hey, this is probably where you would be taken if, yeah, if you go right, and, right. and maybe he liked what he heard. Maybe yeah. I don't no, know. That's true. Josh in Nashville, Josh Music City checking in. Go. Hey Rick, hey Bubba, how y'all doing? Good. We're great. Good. We're great. Yeah, I was just listening to y'all all the time in Nashville when y'all were up there. But I took y'all off there, but luckily my route for work can be running down here in Bama now. Oh all yeah, right. look, they ran us out of town quicker than they did Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> I, yeah, I believe it. Uh-huh. But I wasn't talking about the Jalen Hurts thing. If they brought him to Tennessee and teamed him back up with uh, Derrick Henry, he'd probably be another good, another good quarterback again. Because <laughs> when they, when they were in the family, they made a good team together. Yeah, well, well, if I could hand the ball to Derrick would, Henry, I'd be a decent quarterback. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it will take the pressure off his pass. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Penny, Hattiesburg. Penny, go ahead. Hey, Rick, I just wanted to tell you that preface this by saying I am not a sports fan, but last night we sit and watching TV. My husband is the Mississippi State women's basketball game comes on. Mm -hmm. I don't see anybody, but I hear this voice. And I said, do you know who Beth Mowens is? (laughs) And he said, yeah. I said, I think that's her. I don't know who she is, but Rick does this impersonation of her and that's got to be her. I can confirm. Yeah, it was her. Hey, Penny, do you like hearing? Hey, Hey, Penny Beth Mowens, Jack, <laughs> hearing me calling lady dogs. <laughs> Rick, they're playing well, South I only Carolina. I watched too. it for a second, but I yeah. said, How funny is that? That I do not know this person, but I knew her because of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the lady dogs taking on the lady. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a misnomer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> throwing up a, a shot. That's a three pointer. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. See, Penny recognized it, not even yeah. knowing who that was. <laughs> When we come back, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. we'll discuss something in-house here that was brought up on the show yesterday, and Bubba's a little struggling on how he's supposed to handle it, try to find the balance. We'll discuss that when we come back 16 minutes past the hour. Our phone number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll continue to chat with you. Also, don't forget, check out everything you could possibly ever want to know about the Rick and Bubba show there at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Now, you know on our, our program we use a lot of sports analogies, hunting analogies, because, you know, these are things that, you know, we have participated in or we enjoy. And, and so, um, <laughs> so anyway, we, we have a term that we use, and it's if you don't, don't hunt, you may not understand it, but I think you can understand it pretty quickly is we have a term called we don't want to spook you out of the green field. And, and what that means is sometimes if you're, if you come in too hot, if you're too, too aggressive or you're, you, know, you, you don't just ease into a situation, you can spook mm-hmm. a deer out of the green field where you're, you know, it'll mess your whole day up. You just got to be patient. And you never see them again. And you never see them again. Right. And so a lot of times we'll talk about like guests that we have on and we're really excited about them and we say, look, let's ease in, guys. Let's don't come in too hot because we'll spook them out of the green field. We might actually, you know get him on the show or mm-hmm. or whatever and Bubba I could see his enthusiasm yesterday and he he openly talked to me about it in the kitchen you know where all big decisions are made and, right right and and he was so excited about Helmsy's newfound passion for space and um, <laughs> and even to the point there was telescope talk on the kickoff hour 
And Bubba is so excited, but he he came to me and said, "I don't really know what to do now. I I want to. I don't want to rush into to you know. I, he he can't believe he's got now somebody on on the staff that shares one of his passions that the Easy. rest of the staff normally doesn't. And, I mean, and Hounds can run hot and cold. He does. Stuff, so oh, I, I can. Don't wanna, yeah. I don't want to. That's what him. I'm worried about is yeah. that Bubba's going to get excited. Then you're going to kind of lose interest in it, and it's going to break his heart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and all that's this fair. category. That and guy. listen, all that's fair. <laughs> yeah, it okay. Is. Yeah. I'll be the first to say it. Now yeah. I will just say this, Bubba. Be you. Be, be you. <laughs> Throw as much as at me as you want. What's your um, first instinct, Bubba? To just rush in? Well, I, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm letting Hems talk <laughs> I about no it without idea. chiming in. You know, <laughs> I had no idea. I'm this just, just, about to I'm do, just kind of way. watching and kind of, <laughs> you know, hearing what he's talking about, <laughs> what documentaries he's talking about. Right, right. I mean, I don't know if I need to invite him over to watch Apollo 11 or. <laughs> if I need to, uh, you know, maybe carry him up to Huntsville one day or something. Oh, wait a minute, or, uh, uh, you know, a dual package to space uh-huh. camp. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, you yeah. never know. Yeah, and I, I, I don't come over and catch some ham satellites in orbit one night. Right. You know, yeah. all that stuff. See, I want you to be realistic because uh-huh. I think you may try to parlay this into some ham in- interest. Yeah, I don't and uh, just just don't 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 put too much on him too quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, right. that's, I don't want I don't want to right. spook him. I want yeah. him to come along at his own pace. But hey. you know, you know what I can say to you. Like yesterday, when you were talking, and you know, at, at some point I, I stopped listening and, and didn't mean to. I just couldn't help it, you right. know, because you were getting so in depth in it. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I want to know about these things surfacing. Right. You know, just right. like, I know that. Yeah. I, I give you the, the peeling. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and when you looked at, when you looked around and everybody else had left you, but Hemsley was like locked and loaded. It had to be a good feeling. <laughs> With what? On what topic? When you were it? you were unpacking the the, spa, egg, the space space egg and oh, Falcon, and, and, and you were talking about how they Fruit were dragon. what they were practicing, yeah. what they needed to do, and why it was this. And you know, and you were, and of course, we were all with you when you first started. And right. about halfway, yeah, I, I went away. Yeah. Then Speedy went away. Greg hung in there pretty good. Yeah. But, when you, but when you looked over there in Helms, Greg's a little more spacey than is, everybody else. But he's so, not gonna yeah. he's not gonna go where Helmsy is. I'm right more now. history think, of space, not this yeah. new stuff. Right. I think Helmsy's willing to talk about rockets and <laughs> and yeah. uh, guys. He sent <laughs> he sent us video yesterday of watching. Was it that? Was that the NASA channel? What was that? No, that was uh, no, no way. Maintain this now. No and, it, the, and Greg, I, when y'all say that, that is completely is. fair, and I am open to that. But here's what I will say: yesterday, yesterday afternoon. I'm 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 changing channels, looking, and so I went and found. I could have been watching anything. Colin Cowherd was there talking about sports. Had that option, and I. And well, I he went, used to be your obsession. And yeah. I went. Yeah. Well, I still watch him. He's a he's every day for me. Yeah. Um, wow. No, I love I love his show. Uh, watched a little bit of yesterday's show this morning, but um, Apollo Chronicles. I, I found that documentary. It was last year, and it was and it was some new, fresh interviews, and and <laughs> you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Cataloging the the Apollo run, and I so enjoyed I like, it. I, like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. This morning, I'll say this. So I've had this new thing going. No telling how long this is going to last either, Greg. But uh, <laughs> since uh, twelve twenty, when we left, I've been getting up. The first thing I've been doing is walking two miles on treadmill home. I just sit there and flip channels. I got a nice little setup for that, and I do that now during the show. I get up at three twenty five, three thirty, and and go do that. And Bubba, you would be proud that this morning. It's usually Colin Cowherd from a previous day 
It's uh, Sports Center. It's the Tennis Channel, Australian Open going on. This morning, I went to NASA TV app to see what was going on live. Everybody stop, because this is a moment I just want to, I want to, I want to give Bubba some clarity right now. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last. I really don't. But for a moment, you have a number, another member of this show that loves tennis and space, and that's a I hard know. combination. I know. It, it's, it's, it's a rare combination. You found it. Eureka. I mean, it, look, he'll hunt right. every now and then. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't know that they, you know, because you can find usually people who like tennis or yeah. like space. Right. Or, or you know, but yeah, you, know. you have found for a moment. You've, yeah. you've got a running buddy Rick, when it comes tennis, to space. space, and hunting. I mean, that's a trifecta. That's that a you trifecta. Don't, you don't and, run And Helms, he likes all three now. Yeah. 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 Bubba, you've done it. Well, I'm just like – but, but he's nervous. He you didn't know. want to spook you. Do you, now, you know how he'll again, cancel a streaming service. I don't want to be canceled. Right, too, right. So. Here's <laughs> a, you, you know what you don't want to do? You're afraid to give yourself to this because right, you could get hurt. You get hurt. We've been hurt before. Yeah. you be standing on the dance floor by yourself. Can I tell you this, Helmsy? You know, just kind of being the life coach here. I think then this is going to be your responsibility. You're going to have to show Bubba that, you know, how, how you'll have to be the one because he's afraid to come in and say, hey, I tell you, you see that the other day on the NASA channel? He's afraid to do that because yeah. he thinks that, 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 that he could have get high hopes. So why don't you come to him well, and start bringing some stuff to him? And he knows, all right, right now he wants to talk. I about will it. be honest. I'll you be know? honest. I kind of had this same feeling too. That's mm-hmm. why I came to the kickoff hour yesterday and talked about this because – Honestly, what I should have been done, doing was standing outside of his office, but I didn't do. want to be that guy that he thinks, ah, this, this won't last. So I'm kind of letting my actions he's, speak oh, he's louder open, than, He's than open to too. you. Like, honestly, your telescope conversation, that should have been with Bubba. <laughs> well, that, it shouldn't have been with Greg. And, I'm trying to say somebody fun of you. I even I'm gonna told make, them I'm going to make morning. fun of you. You need to have that conversation with Bubba because he'll be excited <laughs> about it. He'll help you. I told these two, we, this was all fair this morning during a commercial break. I looked at them and I said, listen, I know y'all are tired of space facts, but I've got another one for you that I think you See, would. See, Bubba and, would love and I think that. Bubba, Bubba would have. Well, and here's another it. thing. Here's another thing, too. So that's I'll, that weird thing where Greg pops in every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like because I'm so new to it. He knows a little more it, about tennis than you think he does. Yeah. That may be the most disappointing thing I've ever heard. From way back, it's in both of these subjects. I like the history of it. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I can't go to the NASA channel and watch them do that all day. Yeah. I got it. You know, I want to see about where how a Gem, Gemini and all that. I like. In all, all fairness, that. Greg yeah. has never left the Arthur Ashe era. Yeah. In Tennessee. Right. You know I mean? yeah. Oh, he'll talk. Jimmy Borg, He'll talk Borg and McEnroe all day with you. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And, 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 great and what I'm getting yeah, from you, Greg, low Earth orbit really doesn't excite you for space. You got to really. go somewhere. Yeah. Well, in 2024, we're going back to the moon, my friend. Are you open Artemis. to low, are you open to some low orbit? Oh yeah, Bubba. Yeah. Are you a matchmaker, Ray? <laughs> I feel pretty confident right now. I think we have something here. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a little pressure off me. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Come on with it. Eight six six, we be big is our number, and you know what? We want to talk to you right now. First phone troll of the day. All ten lines are available. Uh, you can join us right now. Eight six six, we be big. Thirty seconds a pop. Lines uh, are ten strong, so we give you plenty of opportunity. We'll take a bigger sample of the Rick and Bubba audience right now, and we'll also roll through them 30 seconds a pop. That means at the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. Then we get to the next caller, 
There will be no shameless plugs or meaningless shout-outs. Those will get a instant buzzer. There is a timeout over in Bubba's camp, one over in Helmsy's <laughs> camp, uh, and uh, and then if they call one, they can do that one time apiece to expand on the call. But while you're coming in, uh, because I know due to the delay, some of you are hearing this and now you're responding, I'll give you time by pointing to Compassion International. Uh, Compassion International uh, and, and Rick and Bubba, we've teamed up with a great organization. Yeah, the Rick and Bubba audience, Rick and Bubba audience has done a tremendous job sponsoring children uh, all over the world. And now we are working through Compassion International to uh, continue that tradition. Uh, and, uh, and you can sponsor children in some of the poorest parts of the world. Uh, with Compassion International, there will always be a local church that has been vetted out. There will be local pastors uh, that uh, we're making sure that we're not just taking care of the physical needs of the person but also the spiritual needs. As we say, here comes this help to you as the hands and feet of Jesus, but ultimately you know, let's tell you who Jesus is and what God has done uh, through his son uh, to, to really solve your bigger problem, and that is your eternity. So it is comprehensive, uh, as it should be. Uh, and uh, this organization uh, has incredible integrity, and they're wonderful to work with. And uh, Sherry and I sponsored a, a child named Job there in Nicaragua. and uh, We were familiar with the pastor there and have worked with Pastor Aragon uh, for years and um, and get updates on how he's doing, and, and you will as well. And it really becomes a blessing to your own family at the same time. Have you thought about sponsoring your child through Compassion? Please consider that. Pray, for, pray about it, and then go to 855 2323 or slash Bubba and find a child uh, that you can sponsor today. We would certainly appreciate that, and the child and the family and the community will as well. Let's start with Daryl out of Columbus, Mississippi. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone troll. Daryl, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Fantastic. Loving it. Back on the. Oh, good, good. Back on the space talk. Uh, just curious if you guys over the past couple of weeks had seen the uh, website where it shows what time the space station's coming across. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I got up the other morning. Did and, you uh, hear him chiming on that? How fast? 623 oh, yeah, p.m. Sunday night. And see, was when it uh, went by. And Daryl, here's the thing that's really on the show. What about if you hear it when it comes by? Him? In this particular category of Bubba's life, <laughs> in the last 26 years, I openly admit I've been a major disappointment. And so now it's wonderful for Helmsy to to draft with Bubba. You did go to space camp with me one time, Rick. I did. I did. Uh-huh. I did. Now, you know, I was looking for a lot of comedy there, and we found it. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, it was, you know. I, 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 I never I, thought they were going to get us balanced on that wall. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. I felt like this has been a little deficit in our friendship on my part. It's fine. It's, it's um, my, little, my little world. Right. It's okay. Mike in Scottsboro. And another reason I'm not throwing things at you a lot because I don't want to be that guy that kind of gets in his world when he yeah. doesn't want somebody's yeah, world. Watch, you know out, I mean? watch out being the new eager so guy. That doesn't and not, that's why I haven't done the, anything. Yeah, yeah. Y'all have got to make this balance I'm work for this that. to last. Yeah. If, not, if, if not, you know what it's going to be? It's going to burn out. <laughs> no pun. Yeah, like a rocket. <laughs> Mike, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey I would like to know where Bub and Helms are on the uh, ancient aliens and the uh, – it's on the History Channel where they talk about the ancient astronaut theorist and all that stuff like that with the guy with the hair standing straight up like he mm-hmm. just stuck his finger in a socket. Where are you guys with that? I love to watch that. My wife says, I can't believe you're watching that. Uh, yeah, oh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting, but it's just it's just a theory like a lot of others. Mm-hmm. And You know, I, I think that the, 
for them to be ancient astronauts, we have to have aliens out there, and that you know brings mm-hmm. all that up again. Yeah, we, we we've go. covered that ad nauseum. But I will say this: some of the ancient builders, especially in Egypt, they had some skills that were. Yeah. If you just look at the evolution of our of our abilities and engineering, they were way ahead of their time, and you wonder how they got that way. <clears throat> yeah. Was it just an accident, or did they have help? And it, it's an interesting theory. Now, far from saying it's true, but uh, it is interesting. The precision they built the pyramids, uh, some of it is, is we, we don't even accomplish it now with stuff. And the fact that it was built exactly north, south, east, and west – it doesn't cast a shadow, you know, on certain days. Easy. You know, when we have uh, the equinox and all that. So um, it, it's interesting how they they understood some of the physical world around them at the time. Helms? I have nothing <laughs> further to add. That's one of those worlds where I don't. I just don't need to talk about it. You know what about you did? It. You tipped your hat yeah. to the to your mentor. He's the commander you, you on this know, ship, my I friend. Will this. Mentor, mentee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this. There was an, it, you remember the Stargate movie, the original? There was a series. Did it always comes see, back to Stargate. I, did you ever it see always No, on this, on this topic. No, you're right, because it, it does tie this. Because it is a funny concept that the Egyptians had these gods that were part human and part animal. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, they put forward the theory that they were actually aliens that, that looked like then, this to them. And then uh, didn't they actually encounter them or something? Or was that just the Well, theory? they left. We continue. <laughs> Matt in West Virginia. It's just, it's just an interesting sci-fi theory. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah Valley. Uh, Matt, go ahead. Hey, guys. I just I have a question. I know there's a lot of dads in the rooms with kids dads of different ages and stuff. Yep. Uh, my my son, nine years old, 5'1", 110 pounds, loves basketball. He's the big guy. He's a foot taller than most people he's playing with right now, playing grade school travel ball. But when it comes time for that running, in practice, you know, we show up at the end and we get to watch run. He will not do his running in his conditioning. And I, it's driving me crazy because I'm – I'm paying all this money for travel ball. and. Um, Rick, that sounds like you when you were a kid. I was about to say, this kid's going to be fine. He's me. <laughs> Don't worry about uh, it. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He'll be fine. You know, I, I I'll tell you, it, if I could send my wife there, she'll get it. She'll run him. Um, I'll never forget that when Boomer was, you know, the bigger kid and he was trying to make weight and all that. And finally, Sherry looked at me. She goes, well, I'll make sure he makes weight. And, buddy, she took him into a. A, a regiment, and he made weight. Well, I remember, this, I remember seeing him laying for, out on the deck, just saying, th- "Please, Dad, do something." This yeah. is not for making weight. He just doesn't no. want to do the well, running, the conditioning for basketball. Well, well, here's what I don't understand, and and I, you know, we, you didn't get a timeout, so I w- wasn't able to ask you. I don't recall ever a coach al- asking me yeah, whether I was going to do the running say. or not. Yeah. No. What is he? He just how old was he? Does he mean nine? Does I he think mean, we got to keep that into a fact. But I'm, too. is his dad saying that when he runs, he loafs? Yeah, yeah. But he's not. He's I think not he's running. After. He's just not getting after. He's not. It. He's not and pushing his because because he doesn't have to. Uh, I, he's I, thinking I'm scoring all the points because well, I'm taller than everybody. Why have I got to run? Yeah, well, you're not always going to be Greg, taller. Than I know, but I'm talking about nine. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes. I'd say he's nine. I, I, back off. Exactly. Yeah, there's sometimes I mean, you got to you got to put your sometimes you you know you got to put your foot on the line and like run and do conditioning. But at that age. But the, at that age, it seems like it's more on the coach where you need to try to get conditioning in, but make it to where they don't realize that they're really conditioning. You know, do do certain things and certain drills Full instead court, of just getting yeah. somewhere and go. All right, y'all go run. Big boys try to try to get creative <laughs> and do something. I'm sorry, Speedy. 
I don't know who you are. <laughs> That's what I, I did. I, I, I mean, you had a regiment for your kids, and yeah, right? And but they, but they, it was different activities. <laughs> I didn't say go run two miles. You remember? Well, you don't di- know what this guy's talking about. Maybe that guy's doing. They used to run, they used to run through the neighborhood. What if you used to whip them? What about what about when you had your workouts one, two, and three, and all that for your kids? Right. And and I remember them being around the same day. But they were done in fifteen minutes. But what if they were loafing? See, uh, see, I don't is, think is they the, want the, to start bad the dad habits. May, the da- the, the dad may be simply asking, what do you do when your kid loafs, and maybe the coach isn't saying anything about him loafing. Should uh-huh. I should I come in and say, look, man, you, you can't loaf. I'd start right. with coach then. I'd say, hey, look, if he's out there loafing, get on him. There you go. And if you're not going to get on him, I'm going to get on him from the sideline, and nobody wants that. Right. Mm-hmm. And the dad's asking, what, what should I do here? Yeah. And I, look, I've dealt with this before. I don't think any of us, regardless of age – if our child is participating in anything that we want them to loaf, no, uh, yeah, you don't want to start bad habits. Right, right. Yeah. That's, I think that's even more than, important. Yeah. This is about effort, not about yeah. what's appropriate running, what's an appropriate workout. Yeah. Yeah. I think the dad is saying he gets out there because he's bigger than everybody, uh-huh. and he's able to uh, to score to and do well. Yeah. He's not having to push himself. So when they come to conditioning, he thinks to Greg's point, I'm not going to push myself because I'm still a foot taller than everybody out here. And he, he said, is that going to be a detriment to him? Mm-hmm. Do I, do I need to address that? Yeah. And if that's, if I have that accurate, I think you have to address I do, it. I think so. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want my kids to loaf. I mean, if there's one thing we need to build in our children mm-hmm. and look good, bad, ugly, if at least you can build this and I can say that as of today, and we'll see what happens. I don't have a child that struggles in this area is to establish a work ethic. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they they don't do everything right, but they, there's been a work ethic established because it had to be established. We're not going to be a bunch of loafers, right? No, no matter what we're doing. And you know, Bubba, look, I mean, just like we talk about, and it's sadly true, you hear it every day. Probably the number one thing that we were able to do is to not to have a work ethic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of folks that are have and, a task, accomplish uh, the task. Mm-hmm. And and do it uh, so that you you know keep getting better. Hopefully. Try to teach the interns that. Hey, yeah. I don't. I couldn't care less how talented you are if you don't have a work ethic. And what good are you? That's that's a good and, point. And, and, and I, cause I, oh hey, we have this really talented guy that doesn't come to work. Yeah, we have this really talented woman that calls in sick all the time. Uh, we have <laughs> we we have these uh, these people who want to have children but they're lazy, so they they don't parent and their kids are becoming nuisance to everybody and and it's a detriment to them because their parents are lazy. Yeah. So I mean, I, can a, I tell you this? A work ethic serves you in a lot of what how about this now i'm a follower of jesus christ well then go advance the gospel i'm lazy right but so you you want now nah, i don't want to do that right so so what you got to have a work ethic well now i'll tell Start you this i'll tell you this now this this worked with tyler and i didn't have to do it with jc uh, threatened reese one time <laughs> tyler one time tyler went to hitting lessons and he was just sucking it up I mean, just wasted thirty five dollars. So I made him pay me thirty five dollars for that lesson because he didn't get out, of, out of his money that he had saved up. Because mm-hmm. I'm not paying for that crap. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then on the on the running side, I said I don't ever ask you to pay me back with money on all this travel ball stuff. The only the way you pay us back is through attitude and effort. That's right. If you give great effort and great attitude, and you see that you love this and you're really trying hard, that's the way you pay us back. Getting after you it, our great effort and great attitude. Yeah. Neither neither one of those requires talent or expertise. Yeah. Everybody can hustle. Yep. Everybody can get after it. Amen. Everybody can have the right attitude. Yep. That has nothing to do with talent or no. expertise. No. And it needs to be demanded of every player. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
is eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Coming back to the sounds of a climate change global warming update. Guys, it, it can't get any better. Donald Trump is uh, calling out climate activists while Greta is watching. I mean, come on. They're in the same place. Trump and Greta at the same location. How dare you? And Bubba, it is a dandy. Yes, yeah, the World Economic Forum in Switzerland. Uh, Greta has uh, already given her opening speech. She said that uh, basically that world leaders have basically done nothing to face the climate challenge. Uh, President Trump has been speaking in the past few minutes, and uh, we have about a minute and 40 of that where he takes on them and saying that they are uh, that they are fortune tellers, alarmist, and that this, this is a great time to be alive because there's a lot of good things going on. Mm-hmm. Wish I could see her face while he's doing this. <laughs> With U.S. companies and researchers leading the way, we are on the threshold of virtually unlimited reserves of energy, including from traditional fuels, LNG, clean coal, next generation nuclear power, and gas hydrate technologies. At the same time, I'm proud to report the United States is among the cleanest air and drinking water on Earth. And we're going to keep it that way. And we just came out with a report that at this moment, it's the cleanest it's been in the last 40 years. We're committed to conserving the majesty of God's creation and the natural beauty of our world. Today, I'm pleased to announce the United States will join One Trillion Trees Initiative being launched here at the World Economic Forum. One Trillion Trees. This is not a time for pessimism. This is a time for optimism. Fear and doubt is not a good thought process because this is a time for tremendous hope and joy and optimism and action. But to embrace the possibilities of tomorrow, we must reject the perennial prophets of doom and their predictions of the apocalypse. These alarmists always demand the same thing, absolute power to dominate, transform, and control every aspect of our lives. We will never let radical socialists destroy our economy, wreck our country. How dare you? <laughs> uh, why, why could I just got one hand? One. Just one look at Greta. Okay, there's a picture yeah, of her. Yeah, there he is. How dare it. you? It's I precious. Feel, and I honestly feel really bad for Greta Thunberg. I truly do because she's uh, a naive young person uh, who is being manipulated, manipulated huh? and terrified by a bunch of idiots. I mean, just seriously, a bunch of loons. That's right. Well, she tells – I'm sorry, Rick. Go would, ahead. Would, when she tells the world leaders that they ha- she hasn't seen them do anything, is that this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in her opening remarks. Uh, That's uh, like outside, audience. she's outside. It looks but like. But see, what what no one's telling Greta Thunberg. She's like she ain't sleep. President yeah. Trump just gave you a list of things that you should be th- happy about. This country, yeah. this country has been doing right. Uh, we certainly have. Is this it right here? Yeah, yeah. Let me go back. Let me go. God love her. Are you okay out there? It started raining now. I wish I could take her deer hunting. I know. You're outside. To, to the world leaders and those in power, I would like to say 
that you haven't seen anything yet. You have not seen The Last of Us. We can assure you that. God love your little heart. Does she ever go to class? Ever? Mm -hmm. She is on my nerves. And that is the message that we will bring to the World Economic Forum in Davos next week. Because this is prior to it. This is prior to it. Merci beaucoup. Real cold. Little little thank you there in French. Yeah. And that's it. I just feel so bad for it. They got her out there in the freezing weather. I know. I, know. I mean, it, and they've terrified. How about this? This ridiculous movement, the, the the climate alarmists that believe it is tied to man-made carbon emissions. Their their strategy is to terrify a child, and then have a child go out and be terrified, and use that child to advance something the child honestly doesn't know anything about. And I, I've seen it. Look, I've seen it with young people. These people are terrifying young people. And, and and I would just caution all of you that are terrified, do a little homework, just take a breath, and 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 don't listen. It, it, you have to understand, once this agenda has started, when agendas like this start, their strategy has been the same as any agenda that's ever tried to rise up in this fallen creation. Is It's always fear-based. They will terrify you to give up something under the guise of they're going to save the world, so we need to be in charge for your own good. And that is that strategy has always resulted in disaster, and we can't continue to fall for it. So educate your children. Talk to them calmly. Uh, take a deep breath and give them something that doomsday agendas will never do, some good news. I mean, if I'm a doomsday agenda, then – you know what ruins my doomsday agenda? A lack of doomsday. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, mean I, 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 I can never come back and say things are getting better. I can never come yeah. back and say, hey, we got some good news. Uh, some other climatologists have come out with some information that maybe maybe it, it's, it's not uh, as bad as we thought, or uh, maybe these adjustments we're making have, have made a difference. Um, uh, maybe uh, the, the climate has always had these uh, uh, bizarre ups and downs. And uh, we're going to come up with ways to keep ourselves safe through through these things. And droughts have always been here since the fall, we believe. Uh, but even if you don't believe in the fall, it's apparent droughts have always been here. Floods have always been here. Uh, heat has gone up. Heat has gone down. Um, and like, tidal waves have happened. Hurricanes have happened. Tornadoes have happened. And like Trump said, the people who, who are pushing this, their answer is always control, power, and tax. Have you noticed that? That's right. Of course. Freedom is never really a mainstay of that. No. no. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us. You got the Rick and Bubba show. 26 years still rolling. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all here. Eddie Van Adler's got the Ustream option for you. Stretch Armstrong and Happy Gilmore, Rick and Bubba interns, earning their degree from Rick and Bubba University. That degree in common sense. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Let's put 
put our hands together and let's welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us once again. A couple of items I love as I scan the golden ticket seats today. I see a lot of people repping Rick and Bubba University sweatshirt, T-shirt, and some other T-shirts that are there. And there's actually people in the audience, speaking of Mississippi, uh, I'll be going to Mississippi uh, coming up uh, this Sunday night. And there's actually members of North Crest Baptist Church here. Uh, there, there they are. So we'll see you guys Sunday night. It is, it is the State Evangelism Conference. Uh, a lot of our, our, our friends will be there too, Bubba. You know, we've had Michael Catt on the program. He'll be there speaking. Kevin Hamm uh, over at Gardendale First Baptist here in our, our area will be there speaking as well. Johnny Hunt uh, had the honor of, of having Johnny come and address uh, the men of our church. Uh, he's out and about uh, and, and others. Uh, but I'll be kind of the Sunday night, let's kick it all off, uh, speaker, so anyone can come to Northcrest Baptist Church in Meridian, Mississippi, uh, and looking forward to seeing all of you there. February first, the Bold Conference. Ed Litton will be there. Oh, Bubba, Fred Luter. We've had Fred on the show. Yep. We love Fred. He'll be speaking. Amir Kaner will be there. Also, has been on the show before, uh, and others. Uh, Pilgrim Rest Baptist Church in Baker, Florida, the Bold Men's Conference. Uh, I'll be attending that, and then February the twenty first and twenty second. You know, we're getting ready to launch uh, themanchurch.com that. Uh, a resource um, hub for uh, maybe you implementing a men's ministry that will be sustainable in your church or in your small groups or in your community. Uh, we're putting together our kind of our, our first theme conference, uh, the Pursuit Men's Conference. Uh, we'll have our Pursuit curriculum, um, you know, so you can get ready for that, and we'll talk to you about that. Rich Wingo will be speaking. Bill Searcy will be there. Brody Kroll. Michael Adler is doing worship, uh, and that's in Dothan there at the Civic Center. And if you go ahead and register before January the 27th, your registration will give you a free copy of the How to Be a Man 40-Day Devotional. So there's other things you can see, too, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events there at rickandbubba.com. And uh, also uh, reminding you that uh, in Birmingham I'll be speaking at uh, Second Half Rally this Thursday night. And if you want to be there, this is for men 50 and older. We're going to talk about finishing strong and, and where we are at this season of our life. And I'm honored to be the speaker there. And if you want to join us for dinner, they need you registered by today. And then I'll see all of you there on Thursday night, um, Bubba. Uh, some of the things as we as we get into this this you know this hour that we were looking at, um, you, you've you've kind of got us all looking for the Corona virus. Yeah, Corona, and that didn't have anything to do with beer. No, the, the beer no, 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 no. It's the new. Ooh. You know, every year we have the new hot disease coming out of China or somewhere. You know, and that's it this year. I heard Greg breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what is this scary? Well, it's, there's it's, always it's some the scary latest virus, virus and uh, not SARS it, again. So, it, remember SARS? It, yeah, oh yeah. We've bird had, virus. Remember bird, bird flu. flu yeah, swine flu. Swine flu. flu. Uh, uh, and this thing is spreading really Ebola. quick. They're saying it's very dangerous. Um, you know, you, you'll see the, the, the Chinese and, or the Japanese Chinese, I mean, with the mask on, you know, you, you have that a lot. And let me, and let me, let me say that I'm glad you said that. And I mean, no disrespect to you at all, but I have to say every time one of these things is, is creeping around the world, usually my signal is I'm watching TV and there's an Asian with a surgical mask on. As soon as you see that. Mm Uh, usually means you know, bad news. Bad bad news. Down, yeah. And we were just looking. Was that in Japan where they were showing us or China? Uh, it's China and yeah. Japan. Yeah. And now they're at some major U.S. airports are screening people who are arriving from certain destinations to see if they have a fever when they get here. Did you see them putting the thermometer, you know, those forehead thermometers? I mean, you're trying to go to the airport and they're just putting, They've got the oh, infrared wow. thermometer. They're shooting, you know, to get yeah. your temperature. So mm. I don't know that they're, uh, you know, that's a really great screening process. Uh can I tell you though, 
if there's one area in the medical field that's really made advancements, it's how we take your temperature. It is. It is. It, it, we've it, come it, a long way since come, I was a kid. I'll we, tell you I, that. We've, we've traveled north all the way yeah. to the south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We and, let high and, tech. And back, and back north again. But now you just point the gun at them and, right. you know, you got it. So yeah. that's uh, that's pretty convenient. It is. It? But uh, but anyway, so um, that's out there today, and, and, and I don't know how terrified I should be of that yet. Um, I, you know, I know I'll be – convinced this is the end of time again well like, like I, you know, with I, all the others. I, I think it's and, one of those things they just don't know they've had some deaths uh it's very you know it spreads very quickly that's what always concerns them mm-hmm. because you don't know and you know we have your normal flu season here which you know again have we got the flu shot right this year or is it oh darn it we missed it yeah. You know? We said it before. The flu shot got a little out of hand <laughs> when you can now get one with an oil change. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not comfortable uh, with that. Uh, give you a shot. I, I mean, don't want the I'm guy old... that just climbed up to get the air filter and brought it down to the guy changing my oil to what give a... me a shot while I'm waiting. What is that saying over there? Have I had my flu shot? This is express oil. What? <laughs> You're right. I mean, this uh, – right. All right, so did you go over the symptoms? <laughs> well, no. I mean, it into normal symptoms. Tell us what the symptoms are. Well, you got, speaking. you know, the fever and the cough. And the tightness of the chest. No, no, I need this because I got to text. I got to text JT. That's everything. Right, what was it again? All right, um, fever, I'm going to convince cough. JT that he's got it. Initial symptoms uh, are the uh, of the new coronavirus include f- fever, cough, tightness of chest, and shortness of breath. Okay. But isn't that every yeah. sickness we have? Can I in the tell you, winter? anytime I feel like add runny nose to it, you got. Hey, anytime <laughs> I feel like that, something's wrong. <laughs> a, a minute, a minute ago, Speedy was saying, "He goes, I'm kind of concerned. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit cold." <laughs> he said, "What do you?" What, and, I, and then, of course, I had a little fun. I said, well, "It could be one or two things." Yeah. I said, "It could be that you are deathly ill and there's something wrong, and you should be concerned." Or it could be hmm. uh, your office where you work is inside large amounts of concrete and yeah. it's freezing outside right? yeah it's, I it's said, like it, 20 outside yeah, and we're in a that. concrete cave yeah. it could be that yep. so. maybe that's it so the what, first the first cases were late uh late last month and they were connected to a seafood market and how do you trans- spell corona Cor- do what now the Just corona like the, the c-o-r-o-n-a and okay. then virus together it's coronavirus all one if not word. you're gonna get some sales on Beer. So but, they, they, but this is how I start with JT. JT are some really know, cool pictures of the sun. <laughs> J, JT, if you guys you don't know, and it's fine now because he does the show the same time we do the live show now, mm-hmm. so you can talk about it openly because he can't hear us right, right now. Right. But JT is our favorite hypochondriac, so this is how I always start with him because he's a he does news talk, so he's probably informed. <laughs> but I'll act like I don't know and that he doesn't know. So my opening text before I start giving that I, I'm afraid I've got some of the symptoms, which will make him think he has them, right, right. is I start out with a simple text, which I'm about to send now, wow, coronavirus. <laughs> All right, so I start with that. Oh, and, when, and then he'll respond, and when he mm-hmm. responds, probably he'll probably respond even if he's talking on the air right now. Right. And, 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 and if he responds, then I'll come back with, man, I'm starting to feel like I've got some of these symptoms, and, and then he'll come back, what are the symptoms? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'll list those. Yeah. So be sure I have those. <laughs> And uh, and before you know it, he'll be he'll be totally convinced he has it. Right, oh, yeah. right. David in Georgiana. David, how about you, buddy? How's it going, Rick and Bubba? Greg, Speedy, Hamsley, what's going on this morning? Bring Tell it, it. Tell it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I I heard y'all talking about over there in Asia. They got the mask for the flu and the corona and all that good stuff. Okay, but the thing is, is that that is true. But what y'all may have talked about and may know. Y'all probably do. Um, Obviously, China, Asia, they're always ahead of us in technology. Well, they've had the 5G over there for I don't know how long. But the thing is, it's it's so far ahead as far as the facial recognition, which we have here. But so far here, a lot of people have been wearing masks over there. 
because they don't want their face recognized and, you know, they'll track them, this, that, and the other. Um, so, Anybody heard that? Hmm. I don't know about that. Rick, I think he's spinning in Chinese, you know, crackdown and virus and all that into one. Yeah. He's saying sometimes they wear them because they're sick. Uh, Adler made a very obvious point. They wear them a lot of times because, hey, the pollution in China is a dandy. Hey, you're right. We yeah. can't yeah. breathe right. on a normal day. Right. Of course, everybody's... Why doesn't Greta get over there and give them yeah. a speech? Why are we always being lectured about no. clean air when we actually have clean air? How dare you? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Radio Revolution, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Uh, all right, so uh, as uh, we're making our way back, I'm, I'm a little distracted uh, by TV number four, uh, where Ozzy Osbourne's family is talking to Robin Roberts. Uh, and um, and they're talking about Ozzy's health. Yes, yeah. Parkinson's. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes, Parkinson's. Well, he's uh, Ozzy. I mean, seventy-one and mm-hmm. the the run he's had. I mean, I, I, mean, I hate. I mean, that's sad. No, I, has I, that I, disease. I, but I'm just saying the it, fact he's still alive is yeah. amazing. Well, it's sad because yes, Ozzy's yes. been. When you look at Ozzy's life, like we do with with you know this crazy thing about dog years. In rock star <laughs> years, Ozzy Osbourne is 150 years old. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like I mean, he, he got a pretty good quality of life there. Yeah. And uh, so they're, they're talking about that now. But anyway, so here's this thing the CDC is trying to talk down to us today. No, oh, not that. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention. So the findings, and, and so they're trying to do this to try to be provocative and come out with some kind of <gasps> – statement mm-hmm. where you're kind of offended and all this and they're they're saying that the list is the laziest states in america and this yeah. and this infuriates me yeah because the, well then what is your definition of lazy and what they've done with their definition of lazy is really what they're trying to say if you're fat you're lazy mm-hmm. and i gotta tell you something i take huge issue with that <laughs> i know a lot of fat people that get after it yeah now, now we got now, our right. we got our lazies too. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah. oh yeah, but you know what? I've seen a lot of lean people lazy as they can be. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, very lazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- think about that. And um, you know, this is one of those things. I don't think we equate what you weigh with whether you're lazy or not. That's all I'm saying. Right. Just because you're skinny and eat kale doesn't mean you get after. No, it. I know some skinny, healthy people that are as lazy as they can be, and I wouldn't depend on them to get anything done. That's right. <laughs> you, they couldn't finish a project if their life depended on it. Well, a lot of them don't have the energy. Thank after you. All them weeds. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Think about it. I think in your mind right now, some of the hardest working people I've known are fat. I mean, I mean, yeah. they, they old country strong, surprisingly yeah. strong. Yeah. You well, know they I mean? they asked him a question and physical inactivity was determined if they responded no to the following question. During the past month, other than your regular job, did you participate in any, any physical activities or exercise such as running, uh, calisthenics, golf, gardening or okay. walking for exercise? Okay, see that's flawed right there. Yeah. Other than your job, what if your job is working your tail off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, yep. what, what if your job What if you're a logger? Yeah, yeah. what yeah. if you're yeah. a logger? What if what if I'm a construction guy? What yeah. what if I farm? Right. Uh, and so I would still have to answer, no, I don't do anything other than this cuz I'm so tired I can't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm you people who sit around all day with one finger here and one there and swapping. <laughs> Y'all may need some extra physical activity, but we don't because we work for a living. Greg, where's the amen here? I'm Rick, ready, there's bro. there's a lot of people. Of Rick, there's a lot of people who work. Like they work so physically hard during the day they don't need a gym membership. You're correct. Yeah, why I did, know a lot of not, those guys. I don't like how this question is is set up. When they ask that question, it should have been a box on what do you do for a living. Thank you. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, and then if you yeah. go, well, you know, I'm a logger. Okay, well, never. How mind. about box number one? Is your job physically demanding? Yeah. There you go. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is. And then you go to this group. If it's a no, then you jump over if here. If you sit all day at your job, different. Did you, Greg, need this little doing better thing y'all do now when you work for the power company? No. You didn't need that. Why? Because I was working during the day. Thank you. Yeah. Climbing you, you some days more than others. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not every day. Not every day. But you got it after. had its moments. You got after. Say you tote, uh, you know, cinder blocks for right. a, for a brick that? mason or something. You know, you don't need a gym membership. It just Heck isn't no. a fact that all fat people are lazy. That's yeah. just not a fact. So you you can't take something say if your state's fat, it's a lazy state. Especially what they call fat. Well, twenty eight percent. Who's calling us fat? Is this BMI? Right. I got news for you. For the BMI, we <laughs> oh, all we're yeah. all fat. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We'll never we'll never get overcome yeah. that ever. Yeah. Now, what level of fat are you? Right. You know, right. it's like you know, I I've been fatty fat. I've been, <laughs> no. been less fat. fat I've been moderately fat. fat. Now we all we know mushy globby fat. Sure, That's who they're talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. But you know what? I but can't I, move. But when you talk about being, <laughs> I can never say this word. Is it sedentary? Said, that's right. Something like that. Am I saying it right? Say you're no, close. You're right. And, and no, you're front of this right. crowd is close enough. Well, <laughs> no, you're right. For you guys to prove it, me now I've moved beyond you know no challenges. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So, but Careful. So, so, great point. So sedentary. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I know people that do not have a physical appearance that they're sedentary, but they are. I know. They they don't do anything but sit around and do nothing. Mm-hmm. They don't work hard. They can't hold a job. They don't get after it. They're not. They don't move around. Uh, they they don't do anything. And then I know people that you would look, the BMI would say, well, hey, fatty fat, and that son of a gun gets after it. Or, or, or that like, say, hey, fatty, hey, fatty fat. fat. The BMI says you're a fatty fat. And hey, I said, I'm, fat. watching, I'm watching her, I'm watching him. They're getting after it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're not lazy people. No. So, uh, so I, I just. That's uh, incorrect, right? Now, you, you, now, if you want to say back again, based on our BMI, these are the fattest states, that's fine. You're telling me. No, that you think fatties. that if you think Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, Tennessee, and Kentucky are lazy people? I think we just eat better than everybody else. Because I got news for yeah. you. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, according to these people, they think we're all lazy. Hmm. 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 Does anybody think of California as getting after it? So that, uh, does, does, does anybody think about? Rick. Hey, I tell you who works their tails off is those those people. So if you exercise and do that, they consider that you're not lazy because right. you, because yeah. you jog or you. Rick, twenty eight percent of the people in the South surveyed said no to the question that I asked. Yeah, that's why the South came in number one. So they're how about, basing how about, that on yeah, right, yeah, right on that question. Yeah, but a lot of them's gonna go deer hunting. They could drag a deer Thank over you. three hollows. You know, that's right. But look, look at the look at the ones who graded the best. Okay, the very best in this, Colorado. Utah, Oregon, Washington State, and DC. Well, see, that's why it's I got a setup. It's a setup. But, well, you know what? Then Church I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out a list: weirdest states, <laughs> weirdest states, and now all of them will be on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'd have, I'd rather be called lazy than weird. But how about we're not lazy? Yeah. No. Oh no, you're right. It's, There's I, some lazy bogus. people. Yeah. Well, everybody. How about this? I got news for them. Them. Stacy just mentioned there's lazy people in them, too. I could sit mm-hmm. you down and say, instead of Miss America, I'm about to bring out Miss Lazy. And I would walk out the contestants, mm-hmm. and they would be all shapes and sizes. 
If I was doing Mr. Yeah. America or I was doing Mr. Lazy, I would still have the, the uh, all sorts of shapes and sizes because the way someone looks does not is no indication on whether they're lazy or not. It's just not. It's not. I know a lot of I know, I know some I, skinny lazy. I know people. some people that are they they gonna have a gym membership. They're gonna run. They're gonna work out, and they're so concerned about their the, the ounce of body fat they have, and they can't hold a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you, Rick, or you can't get them to take the trash out the house. <laughs> how about this? Hey, will you take how about this? Out? You're a very healthy, attractive dredge on society. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rick, them old country strong people are the ones you got to oh, watch. Out. I oh, tell you, they sure. all got a gut on. I've sh- Gary, I've the, listen, one. Gary the Bulldogs, man, he's he's oh, he's he strong lazy? as a horse. Oh, he ain't lazy. No. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, I got a big old belly, but I mean, I can outwork most these skinny folks. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I've, I have I have shook hands with a bunch of people in here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I hope none of you have Corona disease. <laughs> That'd be bad. Any but, Chinese here? But I've, coronavirus. But I've, Greg, 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 it's not Buddy. Well, that's I, who's got it now, right? <laughs> Thank you, Greg. They're, 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 where it started. They're, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. right. Well, when it Greg moves not, to Greg, another country, I'll I'll let you know. Greg, don't <laughs> shake my hand. But uh, anyway, hey, stop it. So anyway, we in here. And I have reached out and shook the hand of a big old dude that the BMI would say was was fat. Oh yeah, and his hand is like shaking hands with a vice grip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, like yeah. this son of a gun works his tail off and he's strong as an ox and mm-hmm. he can whip most people that they say aren't lazy, and he can outwork. And he doesn't go to a gym. He doesn't go to a no, gym. No, he can, doesn't and he, need to. And he can outwork Mr. Shorty Short Running Guy. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, put some clothes on, okay? You know why? You know why somebody told me one time. Why do they do that? You know, somebody told me I'd never thought about this before. Never thought about it. I've said before, man, it looks pretty dangerous where they're running. Why don't they go to a, like a track or a place that is out private? And they said because then you wouldn't see them run. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They want you to see them run. That's yeah. a good one. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us today. Fire up, let's roll. Optima Tax Relief. Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, everyone agrees that you know what? Uh, you paid off your IRS debt, and you would do it if you could. We need to pay what we owe. But sometimes uh, you're in a bind. The IRS is demanding money from you that you don't have. Uh, and now you're asking this important question, is this the day that the IRS shows up at my work, garnishes my wages, seizes my bank accounts, maybe even my home? Uh, well, why don't you uh, find a way to end this IRS nightmare and get get an advocate to help you? And that's where Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution firm, uh, is, is coming into play. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative. Now, the Fresh Start Initiative is a powerful IRS program that could save you thousands if you qualify. So this is something that the IRS makes available, but a lot of us don't know how to access it. Uh, So that's why you need help with Optima Tax Relief. They have resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for people like you and me. Get the peace of mind that comes when you have Optima on your side, standing between you and the IRS, fighting to help stop aggressive collection actions, and helping to protect your assets. Uh, Look, don't wait. Listen to me. I know procrastinating, Bubba, the the problem's not going to go away. No, it isn't. I mean, go ahead. If you keep on putting it off, just handle it. Put your IRS worries to rest by calling 1-800-501-0866. That's 1-800-501-0866. 
You'll also find that number at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, the animal attacks, well, they continue. Uh, they're coming from everywhere. I've talked about this. Rick, emergency crews responded to the Whiting Ranch Wilderness Park in Lake Forest, California, Monday mm. for a reported mountain lion attack on a three-year-old child. Here we go. The child suffered injuries to the neck as a result of the attack, and according to authorities, the family of six was walking in the park with the three-year-old in front of his father when the feline came out of nowhere and grabbed the child by the neck. Can you imagine? The father threw a backpack at the mountain lion, at which point the animal dropped the child in lieu of the backpack and jumped up in a tree. Now, they have a picture of this of this mountain lion in a tree holding a backpack in its mouth. He has the backpack. Can you believe that? What, what? Why would you move to the backpack? Was it smell, have food in it? I don't a know. Lunch or he something? actually took it up the tree with it. Yeah, well, it was moving, you know, yeah. something new. Uh, park officials evacuated the park, monitored the mountain lion in the tree. Uh, they report that the mountain lion has been killed at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have a mountain lion that says, Mm-mm. I'm looking at the things available to me today, uh, and I have decided that this, this small human is easier to catch and I'm going to mm-hmm. eat it. You can't have that kind of mountain lion around. Nope. And then, Rick, we go to New Hampshire, where a father suffocated a coyote to death with his bare hands after the beast attacked his child on Monday. Uh, he was walking with his wife and three kids on a trail near Kensington around 11 a.m. when the wild animal jumped out of the woods and grabbed the two-year-old child by the jacket, according to police. Can you imagine? Now, he said that the dad went into full protection mode here, kicking the coyote and eventually choking it by holding its head into a snowbank. Uh-huh. Took him out. He decided that he daddy. couldn't get him to, mm-hmm. to let up, so he said he had one hand around his snout and one hand around his windpipe, and he stuck the coyote's head into the snow. Mm, take that. Suffocating. Yep. He said he got bit a few times. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's having to undergo uh, rabies protocol. Said uh, that the, the child, though, was okay because of the uh, heavy uh, snowsuit that he had on. So he didn't have any bites. So what we have here, we have animals that are treating a pack of human beings the way they would treat a pack of animals. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pick off the smallest and the youngest or the oldest and the sick, yep. which is not good news for some of us. Mm-mm. So they're going after human beings like they would go after a herd of any other prey. Yeah. Pick off the little ones, try to drag them off. Well, they're quick, too. I don't know if you've seen videos how they'll, you know, and you've heard stories of people with their pets. They were walking. Man, they mm-hmm. come out, they hit that, and they are gone in oh, a yeah. minute. Yeah. It's a, but, but you they'll, know what? They'll pull one right out of the car. Well, you had some, some parents that were getting after it, and, and they, were, they were protecting yep. their – because that's one thing you do know is one thing these predators don't like is, oh oh it looks like I may be injured in the attempt to have this dinner or, mm-hmm. uh, or this meal. And if you make it difficult on them, a lot of times they'll give it up. Yeah, predators want homecoming games. They don't want divisional rivals. No. and uh, right. Because if they get hurt, that's going to limit their ability to hunt, and they know that. So they want to get out with you know the greatest <laughs> ease possible. Well, I know. And the, the coyotes, they will at times go after small children mm-hmm. and um, and you know, certainly a mountain lion would. And they're you know they're getting more and more in neighborhoods, and they're not you know they don't have the natural fear of humans, and mm-hmm. some of them are diseased, and you know we're hearing that all the time, foxes and different things. Mm-hmm. So a rab- possibly a rabid fox. Mm-hmm.
Was yeah, it on, was it on the list? Well, that's what that's what the gentleman's house. I dropped his kid off and kept mm-hmm. going, and probably a couple houses down, two or three. Here, here's this fox trotting, limping with his left front paw, mm-hmm. and uh, was didn't it? look right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what that paw is to me? He tried. He got in a fight mm-hmm. with another rabid animal. That paw is the indication. This is how I caught it. And the reason why I'm not moving and I'm staring at you with glossed over eyes is I have rabies. Yeah, he was he was, he didn't look like a normal. I've seen foxes up close. This what did he say? Something off. What did he say to you? What did the fox know. say? I don't know. Ding 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. So um, <laughs> here we go. I'm, I'm very thankful. I'm, and listen, I know, by the way, Rick, just so you know, there was a time where I would have got out of the car and done something stupid. And gotten I thought it was a lot of growth and maturity. Now, it did help that Braden was in the car, and right. he was kind of watching all like, this play out. Like, get out and out. do what, stupid? Mess like, with grab it. a golf club out of the back of the car or something. Mm-hmm. Now, if I would have known it was on some rabies hit list, I'd have just ran over it, because it was going to allow me to do whatever one of the cars stood there for disa- I'm a little disappointed you didn't just gouge it. Well, mm-hmm. I, you know, Braden's very sensitive when it comes to animals. Mm-hmm. He loves animals, and any time well, animals get hurt, he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought that would Understood. that would have been well, a bad we, time what, to do that. What if you'd have looked at him and, whoom, and said, <laughs> "Son, I'm about to put this animal out of its misery because I care about animals." What's wrong with that? Well, well there's well, nothing wrong with caring about animals, but you don't want a rabid ones running around. I didn't know it was rabid. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think that. Son, I just thought, my goodness, he's got his be. arm broke, hey, son, leg now, broke. That's not, son, take a look here. Um, this is a particular fox is not behaving. You know, that he's going to sit. We can't. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's sick. He's sick. I mean, solve that for you. And um, yeah, you're going to feel bad when somebody gets bit by this fox. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I'll probably think twice about it next time I see another one. I'll tell you, somebody who will take care of anything that looks a little suspicious is one Dan Moultrie. Yes, he will. <laughs> He he has think nothing that? think nothing about yeah. it. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Rick, I'll never yeah, forget. I sure it. Do, Even I was like, "Well, get, can, Whoa, we, can we discuss it for just a second? <laughs> right? <laughs> Good night. That, that's better. Yeah. Let me tell you this: If you say an animal and Dan Moultrie says the phrase, "That's pitiful," <laughs> put your fingers in your ears. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because this 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 particular animal's struggle is about to come to an end yeah. in an abrupt way. Now that it, the uh, animal did look rough, I'll no, give it did. That. I just I just maybe hey, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> he was rough. He <laughs> yeah. was a rough looking. One. Yeah. Right. Oh, good night. I'll never <laughs> unsee that. <laughs> no. Just give it. <laughs> <laughs> Please <laughs> give us a minute. It's, it's like, we're like, hey man, what is that right there? Gosh, man, that that thing looks rough. Yeah, it's pitiful. <laughs> all right, guys, now up here on the ridge, uh, we're, and, and we're, we're all just like, what happened? Wait a minute, my goodness, it's right there. <laughs> then, just moves on, then just moves on to the next thing. <laughs> right. We're gonna come down this ridge right here. <laughs> Whoa! I think that was someone's dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Raffle goes right back to where it was. Yeah. yeah. Hold that. Yep. Yeah. Never Chuck, breaks Chuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but God love them. Uh, but these animals attacking like this. And look, I'm thankful, guys. Are, y'all know I'm gonna go nuts, just like these parents did. I've, I, we're on record for that. But boy, when you take on a big cat, the yes. coyote, I'm not that worried about. Yeah. I think I could take a coyote. Man, them mountain lions. Yeah, that's a whole that's a tough deal. One, and you certainly don't want to tangle with a bear. No, Rick. Oh my goodness. Did right, you see? So, did you see that thing? But you got up, to if it's got your kid by the. You got to give the it jacket. a shot. How about oh, he yeah. got up in that tree? <laughs> is this one of those predator shows? <laughs> 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 to blow him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he's uh, done. Quick. So uh, 
How about that mountain lion got up in that tree with a backpack in yeah. his mouth? Do you realize? I mean, you know, they put a deer up there. Do, that's no, no, they'll hang one in a tree. Do you realize yeah. the arsenal that a mountain lion brings to the table? Oh, Rick. He's tough to do. <laughs> he, he and she has got, she is bringing I mean, the fast. weapon. She's got I weapons. Swap you. <laughs> oh, I can yeah. bite, swap. Strong, real yeah, strong. strong. I can. Uh, I'm quicker than you are. Let right. me so, you. so is it more? Is there more of them? Uh, are we in there? Here we go. Don't start that. Or, or kind of like back to your little dog when he, you know, chasing little chickens. And they said, well, you know, once they taste chicken blood, mm-hmm. it's well, that's it's on. If you man. notice, even these people that are a little bit weird when it comes to animals, mm-hmm. once one takes human beings, you know, the 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 people who are in charge of giving the animals a good environment and to protecting them and all that they immediately go into the take them out because, oh, yeah. because once they once they well i mean you know that uh, it's like when i was a kid i remember when i was four and had my first donut <laughs> <laughs> you were hooked from day one <laughs> there it was hey what if donuts were humans you had to be taken out <laughs> I, mean, I pictured a little bit i didn't, I didn't care anything about donuts till i had one <laughs> Then you had to have more, right? That's not bad. That's not bad. Hey. Some more of that. Little circles of joy. I don't know who came up with this. They got something here. Let it's round like one. the earth. No. Give me another one, Mr. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Phone calls are next. Lines are available. We'll talk to you. Dallas up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go, nine minutes to the top of the hour. Loving the phone troll, because then uh, you guys can kind of say, well, th- can I ask you guys about this, or what do you think about that, or well, let me tell you what I think about this. Have you heard about that? Uh, and uh, so you guys are running the show right now. You're programming it. You're deciding what's going to be discussed right now, and you can get in if you're uh, moving to the phones right now, because lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. At the end of 30 seconds... Then we'll move to the next call. We'll start uh, with uh, Katie in Oxford, Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Katie, you're on. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hello, Katie. Um, quick question for you. I've noticed anytime we get a major outbreak of something, there's something else whether it be politically or something they don't want us to know about this slid under the radar. What do you guys think? So you think they're doing the old uh, look over here while we got something else going on, huh? Yeah, we had, uh, when it was Ebola and, uh, uh, clowns coming out of the woods, you know, all <laughs> that just, you know, the clowns in the woods thing kind of died down, didn't yeah, it? The most ridiculous thing. Well, ever ever happened, ever. you know, I've noticed too, a lot of these, uh, you know, these medical fear things kind of come along in the, Wintertime. I don't know if y'all <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> Let's go to Big John. Big Bad John. John, John go ahead. 30 <laughs> seconds. That's a big build-up for John. Hey, man, how you doing? Bobby and Pelham. Bobby, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it, Bobby? Guys, I've been listening to y'all since you were in Gaston, and uh, I love you. the best of shows for, for one reason. It's always, I always hear something I've never heard before. Three of the ones that I'd never heard this past uh, Christmas break was Good night. Look at that. Uh, the lady that called in and told you that Chris Rock told her to write you a letter, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. the lady wanting uh, Keith Urban guitar. And, and Rick's one of Rick's best lines of the whole thing that I'd never heard was, 
you said, uh, hey, guys, we're in here doing this four hours every day. Y'all just stop in for a little bit. We're doing this four hours every day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it, uh, it's, uh, it, it is interesting. It, I listened to, to one of those on the break, mm-hmm. the Chris Rock call. Boy, I, that I, was I, good. I'd that was forgotten good. how bizarre that oh, really really. was. That was a good one. We continue. Uh, let's go <laughs> to the great state of Minnesota. And Mark is standing by. Mark, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today, sir? Good. How are you, fellas? We're great. Great. What's on your mind today, Mark? <laughs> uh, so my wife recommended a book to me the other day, and um, I appreciate her opinion, but I, I kind of appreciate your guys' more. Um, David Platt's Radical. Have you read that? Yeah, yes. David, uh-huh. David was my pastor for a while. Yeah. Okay. And your thoughts? Well, it's a great book. I I think it's very convicting. I think it makes some great points. There's probably some points in there uh, that uh, that I would uh, mostly agree with. Uh, I think that you know, you you, some of it I I probably would not completely agree with, but I would say the basic concept of the book, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, it's very thought provoking and challenging. Yeah, Yeah, I meant to throw a flag and ask him who was on which side of the fence on that. Him and his wife. Oh, okay. Because he, they were different opinions on what's going on with that book. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's one of those things where you, um, well, I will say this: I think there's so much good in the book. Yeah. The the, the few parts that I might go mm, uh, are not really that important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not game changers. Uh, so uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Let's go to Ryan and Huntsville one hundred point three. The river. Ryan, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Go ahead. Yes, I was calling to uh, see where it was y'all got that snippet from. Y'all used uh, Good Morning, Mr. Allen, Don't Be Mad With Me. Uh-huh. Is it from a movie? or? <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? It darn sure it should be. <laughs> you dang right. Now, it, yeah. It's actually Bubba. When he first started in radio, that yeah. is a sound clip from, a from Bubba. Right. <laughs> But, but it has been misquoted here on the show. It's not exactly what I said. <laughs> Don't be mad, but mad. <laughs> here, 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 I got it right here. Okay. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. I, I hope you're not too mad at me. I was running a little bit late this morning, and I was hoping you wouldn't be too mad with me. <laughs> that's good. Gosh, that's good. Too mad with me. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Yeah, what is funny? That is probably from about 1980. Yeah, that's, that's actually funny. Bubba. Yeah, uh, so that, that is actually not a fake Bubba, but the real. Bubba. But it will be a sound clip from an upcoming movie <laughs> called Bubba Rama. Yep. David in Prattville. David, go ahead. Hey, morning, guys. Hey, uh, I know. Uh, after listening to that last segment, you guys better watch out uh, the next time you're around the breakfast table and Bubba says, man, that just looks pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> watch out. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jason, Fayetteville, Tennessee. Jason, go ahead. Uh, yes, Rick, I got a question for you. A what if faith question. What if, instead of the Barney mask that time with Betty Lou, what if Betty Lou come home in a astronaut helmet carrying a box of Krispy Kreme donuts? Could Bubba's heart take it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, 
That, that would be what we call a win-win scenario. Win-win-win. Win-win-win. Triple win. Speaking of messed up shows, did, uh, did Betty know you were going to talk about that on the show? I can't remember. Or did you talk about it and then just say, hey. Uh, no, we talked about it. And then, you know, I got a call. Hey, why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I think we, we've made a living for 26 years and not always the best advice. We'd rather have to apologize than ask permission. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything for the show. Anonymous in the great state of Alabama. Anonymous, go ahead. Yeah, guys. Um, I am one of nine kids, and my dad owned his own business, and he didn't let us lay up. And I am 137 pounds soaking butt wet. But I can get out there and work with the best of them. Work them under the table. I know y'all y'all have heard drink them under the table. I mm-hmm. can work guys under the table. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. That that wasn't exactly yeah. the, the, the they were equating being fat to being lazy. <laughs> 137 <laughs> butt wet. <laughs> yeah. Butt wet. They really weren't equating being, you know, 137 butt wet as being lazy. <laughs> well, she's saying that she's fat. You know, women they'll think they're fat and no, not. No, she, no, she, she no. was trying well, I think she was trying to say she was small but could still work hard because she was taught a good work ethic. And that certainly applied to our work ethic comments a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out yeah. why. It didn't yeah, make sense right. based off what we talked about earlier. She might have said no to the question of do you exercise outside of Maybe work, but she could still was. work you under the table. Okay, okay there you go. That, she was, that, talking, that about, she was talking about the question being wrong. Mm-hmm. They should have asked, That's it. what do you do at work? Because it was so unfair to ask, do you do anything other than what you work? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, no, sometimes I don't because my work took care of what I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. wrapping up another hour thanks for being with us if you're leaving us right now uh we'll hopefully talk to you on tomorrow's edition of the rick and bubba show if you have more rick and bubba today we'll do a top of the hour break and we'll come back uh, be sure and always check out rickandbubba.com uh, check out our youtube channel follow us on social media uh, be sure you subscribe to our, our podcast all there at rickandbubba.com rick and bubba rick and bubba The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't stop. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Day without a Eight six six. We be big is our number. Thank you for being with us. All right, we start uh, with Speedy the Road, Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. We've got the whole gang here. Rick and Bubba University students. Happy Gilmore. Stretch Armstrong. They'll take your phone calls again this hour as they crank out their degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Catch it every weekend. A brand new podcast uh, is available. Another one will come your way uh, this week. You can go back to the playlist, go back and uh, listen to or watch any of the, I think there's been 15 of them that we've done. Uh, The latest, uh, we interviewed Sherry Burgess. And uh, if you haven't seen that one or heard it, it is available. A new one coming up this weekend. Let's welcome back Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Well, um, glad to be here, Rick. Hey, Bubs. Uh, we thank we, all of you for joining us. We brought in uh, Adler also for this segment out of the TV booth. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were talking about the pay-per-view uh, event, Conor McGregor uh, taking on somebody called the Cowboy. Cowboy somebody. Uh, uh, who is, I, I don't follow the – is this Ooh. MMA? 
Yeah, uh, I know. See. Well, I, I know Connor <laughs> McGregor, uh, and McGregor. the reason why that we started talking about this, I forgot about it. Uh, that we had the pay per view uh, over the weekend, but uh, McGregor. Uh, but he's also in the news because he put out on Twitter, Twitter, that Trump is a phenomenal president. So you know, ooh, you do something oh, like he's that. He's in trouble now. Now he's in trouble. Now you he's know, got a real fight on his hand. Yeah. You know, he ain't apologizing to anybody. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, McGregor. He, he knocked Cowboy out in, what, 40 seconds? Yeah, so yeah. I, I guess. To it. I want to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely nobody. Yeah. <laughs> to no one. Yeah, he's, so, it's awesome. He, so he's you, awesome. I want to be him. But you, I can uh, see that. You, you, you were telling us in the break that you saw it because you have a you rented it, you, you and, and, and bought it. Whatever. You and your yeah. wife have got, which would make Dave Ramsey very happy, a budget. Yes, uh, Bub and I call it at our house the B word. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, um, you, you have a budget for for fights. I do, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty pretty big. It is my favorite sport for sure. Mixed martial arts definitely are my favorite sport. It's great to see it going mainstream, uh-huh. uh, especially with the acquisition of the UFC via ESPN. It's it the, the gates are open, people. It's it's it is mainstream now. It is taking over boxing. <laughs> boxing had a good run. MMA has taken over. L- let me uh, ask you this: How much being- how much did it cost to do the pay per view? Uh, it was it was sixty dollars mm-hmm. for the for and the you got to see forty seconds worth. Oh of wow! Okay, so the there was a preliminary fight. Was you was you in oh, the yeah. was you in the kitchen or something? There are preliminary fights. Uh, so you it's not just the one fight that's on that card. So you've got prelims, and then uh, that's like four to five fights, and then on the main card you have uh, usually four or five fights, depending yeah, on Yeah, but you didn't rent it quality. to see those fights. You, you rented it to see McGregor and the Cowboy. Well, I will, see, I will say the first fight of the prelims, Anthony Pettis went down, which we, which we all saw coming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all saw that happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We know Pettis ain't got it anymore. Pettis ain't got it anymore. <laughs> He's past his prime. So, so, and he needs to work on his, his jiu-jitsu. Voice. We saw that. We need to work. He needs he, to work on his jiu-jitsu. Yeah. His, ground game. his ground game is garbage. Thank <laughs> you, Greg. Terrible. Thank you, now, Greg. Greg. You're into this a little bit, aren't you? A little. I dabble. Yeah. The, this uh, has got to be a big fight for him. Even. But uh, that, that card was – the card wasn't great except for the main card fight. I will say so, that is why I ordered it. I yeah. would not have ordered it had Cowboy uh, and – But sometimes at 40, if 40 seconds – um, and and save all the jokes, but if forty seconds, a lot can happen. A lot can happen if it, if it was a great. You know, I, I mean, I like. I remember when the heavyweights used to be on TV. I didn't mind somebody just knocking somebody <laughs> out. Oh, oh, Tyson, oh, Tyson yeah. be done with somebody oh, in a few seconds. I used to, yeah. Larry Holmes. I used to look forward to that. Larry Holmes. Well, which one of the Spinks brothers did he knock out? Like about Michael. Way? Michael Spinks. And this is not counting any pay per view bonuses that Connor will receive after they get the pay per view numbers in. Because a lot of times they work out deals like that. Sometimes it's a flat fee. Sometimes you get pay per view numbers uh, for if you if you're a bigger draw. Then there you go. If it's a bigger fight, um, without that, Connor made three million dollars. So he made around eighty thousand dollars a second during that fight. Wow. So how do you, you you being the you know having a fighting budget, which I assume your Brazilian jiu jitsu yeah, training does all that come out of the same with, with, yes. the, great, with the great yes, George yeah. Webby is yeah. included in that. Oh yeah. boy. So, so what does that run a year? What what line, I mean on your budget, how much does that run a year? Um it's around uh well if I order a pay per view every month and some months there's more than one so I have to choose. And some months I don't do one at all. I'm like, you know what? I'll catch the replays. I'll be responsible Babe, what do you want to watch tonight? Mm. 
You know, this is a we're a team here. Mm-hmm. We're working together. We're this is team. A so counting Webby, this is, this counting is Webby and pay per views. What is that line a year? What does it look like? Uh, I what's uh, two hundred times twelve? Because <laughs> jujitsu is one forty a month, and okay. that and that pay per view was sixty. So two hundred times twelve. Uh, Anybody know that? Because I am not a math <laughs> genius. <laughs> So no, and nobody at this table can tell you that either. Twenty four hundred, twenty four hundred, two thousand four hundred dollars I spend on on mixed martial arts a year. I'm not proud of that, and right. I should be way better but, than I am. I should be much more of a threat. Now, didn't ESPN Plus right have a promotion that you were telling us about to children? Yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, ESPN Plus had something where if you got it, but it came with a membership, so you were almost like. It's almost like you were getting it free, but you. It I think it's a little more. Looked at yeah. it so something. now with this deal, with this deal with the UFC and ESPN, some fights are just on ESPN, and they're out there. If you have ESPN, you can watch it. The ESPN and, Plus, and then no, just ESPN Network. Okay, some of those are just on. If you have ESPN, then there you go. You can pull it up. Then sometimes, sometimes the fights are on ESPN Plus. You have to pay that extra. I think it's like eight ninety nine a month or something like that. And a lot of times, the prelims. Uh, the earlier fights would be on that, and then they transition to the yeah. full deal pay per view, sixty bucks to watch these last five fights. Okay. Um, a lot of people were wondering why Connor, why it was a big deal when Connor was fighting Cowboy that he used his shoulder, uh, and a lot of people are calling that like a dirty boxing technique. In boxing, yes, that is dirty. In mixed martial arts, in the UFC, throwing that shoulder is completely legal. Yeah. It was a good move on Connor's part. Yeah, they were all hugged up. He had his face right there. He Boy, broke the guy's nose. With that shoulder. Broke yeah. his nose. Broke yeah. his nose, jumped mm-hmm. up. Thank God I got. Um, a lot, but people are wondering, like, why? Why is that such a big deal? Why, you know, why didn't he just? Use people it? are wondering. Yeah, people are talking. Wondering. Uh, <laughs> so you can use a shoulder, but you can't headbutt in the UFC. A lot of people think there's no rules. There are a whole lot of rules in the UFC, so you can't headbutt. Otherwise, you just have two guys going in there just cracking each other's skulls, and the entire sport would change. You and know can't you not use the point of your elbow? Wasn't that in there? At one um, time? In the clinch, you can throw elbows, but if you have an opponent down, you can't go straight down like twelve o'clock. To six o'clock, an elbow is what they say, and that's I think to avoid that one soft spot yeah. on the top of your head. You can just mm-hmm. I think you can just go straight to brain and just <laughs> say it kick just right. straight yeah, to brain. Yeah, yeah, there's the kick that really uh, really brought it that's to an end. end. Brought that it to hurt. an end right there. That uh, cowboy out. It hurts. He's so much. taking that kick while he has a broke nose. Let's not forget yeah. that. Y'all, mm-hmm. these people are crazy. They right? are the, the toughness oh, of these people. In one of the early fights, there's a, a young fighter, 21 year old girl who's fighting. Her name's Macy Barber. She's eight and zero going into this fight. She takes a, a jab early on in, I think, in the middle of the first round. She takes a jab to the face that kind of made her step weird. So the jab really wasn't that bad. It made her step weird. She completely tears her ACL in that moment. She's only halfway through the first round. This is a three-round fight. She fights the rest of the fight with a torn ACL. Completely torn, guys. I will tell you, though. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. (laughs) I I will tell you guys. You know, the dudes in there, that's fine. I I don't watch watching the girls fight. Watching women in a cage is is a little trailer park for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little trailer park for me. There's something about it. Don't look. I'm looking at our society, and I'm like, we got women in cages fighting. Isn't this going backward? It's, it, uh, it feels like we're working back to cave area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this feels a little uncivilized. It, it is. Uh, uh, it, it, it's a thing to see. It's shocking to see. It is very. It shocking. is. It's it's like you want to step in. And if you and, don't, and then the people in the other trailers come help you break them up. Yeah. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And if you're not technique minded, if you're not thinking about like, oh, what is she doing here? How is she standing? So it, it just looks like before we let you. It just looks like two two 
women trailer park smack you know it's smashing not, each other. Mm. It really does if you're if you're not really familiar with like the technique. And we've talked about distance before. You're, you're really watching four arts. That's why they call it mixed martial arts. When you're farthest away, you're doing punching and kicking. That's boxing and kickboxing. Maybe you're into Muay Thai kickboxing or some other form of kickboxing. And then as we get closer, then you, got, then you got wrestling, okay? As we get closer, we're drawing in closer. So f- farther out, boxing <laughs> and kickboxing as we're coming in closer. And all of this is happening within moments and seconds. And, and like, depending on distance. Starting to talk down to us a little you bit. You have to do. So I'm so sorry. I'm so excited right now. I'm so excited hey, right now. A little bit of a tone. Okay. Hey, so from there, we got <laughs> boxing and kickboxing. And so you can do judo, any kind of boxing you like, whatever. You know, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, not judo. Uh, 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 Muay Thai is what I meant when I said kickboxing. Okay. As we get closer. We're not even here anymore. As yeah. we get closer, we're now talking about now we're engaged. Now punching and kicking doesn't really work anymore because we are engaged. That is wrestling. That you're grappling. And that's uh, many different forms of wrestling from uh, uh, judo throws, that, that kind of thing, yeah. or even Greco-Roman wrestling or college wrestling. That is wrestling. you got to have that too. But back to this. I don't want to see women wrestle. Right. I don't want to see women Ooh. do in or mu- out of Jello. I don't want to see them do Muay. I don't. <laughs> well, yeah, wait a minute. I don't want to see them do. I don't want to see women do Muay Thai. I don't want to see women box. I don't want to see women grappling. And then you get to the ground, and that's I don't. Jiu-jitsu. I don't want to see women violently pummeling each other and trying to break each other's bones. Period. There's just so, something about it. It just it just doesn't. <laughs> Please don't. Like boxing it. and kickboxing. And then in the clinch, you got wrestling. And then once you get to the ground, it's jujitsu. And luckily for me, I know jujitsu. So if anybody wants to mess with me, I'll, I'll see you right there on the carpet. All right, let's lay down and <laughs> let's lay down and work this thing out. I'm mad at you. And if you sit down, you had it. Okay. <laughs> I down. concentrate on jujitsu. The ground is my ocean, and I'm a shark. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. I know that, uh, you know, there's a, uh, everywhere you look on, on the news cycles today, it's all about the impeachment uh, of Donald Trump. It's hard to figure any strategy uh, uh, by the Democrats here, I, I, I guess it's it's nothing more than, I guess their strategy is they think they can damage the president enough that maybe it'll it'll have some weight in the November election. Um, most history would show that that really wouldn't be the case, that it actually causes your approval ratings to go down to attempt to remove a duly elected president. Uh, but Alan Dershowitz, who uh, is a registered Democrat, now he's he's certainly not a radical leftist on everything, uh, and he is a Harvard Law professor, or was, emeritus now, uh, and he's a constitutional representative for President Trump in this impeachment trial, and, and he was talking uh, to Laura Ingram, and he said that in a court of law, really, Trump's attorneys would be wise to petition for a motion to dismiss on the grounds that the charges against him do not amount to a crime, whether or not he he acted as he's accused, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says a motion to dismiss is what you would have in a perfect world, but uh, does the American public want to see an end to the trial so quickly? He says, you know, do, is there a certain part of our population that loves this kind of stuff and it's good TV and they can't get enough of it? And but he says that. 
you, you have to look, and he says dishonesty isn't even a crime in the Constitution if he was even dishonest. Doesn't, doesn't say that's grounds for a dismissal because if grounds for dismissal were dishonesty, would we have any politicians left? I mean, <laughs> yeah, we might as well line the whole Congress up. It says that isn't a crime. He says, so using dishonesty is not really germane to this case at all. And then he says, obstruction of Congress is not an impeachable offense. Abuse of power is not an impeachable offense. And he says, so a motion dis- to dismiss, you know, is, is, is really, and he, he, he thinks it's, it's met the demand for that. However, he says, I also want to be clear. I'm not saying the president has done anything that I just mentioned. I'm just saying, and he said, I think you'll see in the case that you'll find out that he isn't guilty of even what he's accused of. But the point he's saying is, even if he's guilty of what the of the accusations, they're not impeachable. Well, you, you know, the, the Constitution calls it high crimes and misdemeanors. It's intentionally vague, I think, so that mm-hmm. But people, the word crime is in there. Yeah, people of the time can decide, you know, what that means. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen several of the constitutional people talk about it, and they said, look, as far as evidence of something – this is probably the flimsiest one that we've had compared to some of the others, but it's a political process, and you know they they're trying to make uh, brownie points, and they think if they get Trump out, that's going to be good for them. I disagree. Uh, they don't have the votes to do it. I would be shocked if it's done. It will be the first time in American history, and I fear that it would create quite a bit of unrest if it was actually done. Well, and now just to be completely honest about all of it, the fact that it is political, which we all agree that, that it is, we'd have to be you know, living under a rock to disagree with that. However, this also means there's some Republicans that don't want it to be dismissed uh, because they think politically they also can make hay with this, yeah. and they want to get some of these people in and, and interview them that would be damaging – for Democratic candidates that are trying to get elected. Right. So so now that it's become political, there's members of both parties oh, yeah. that want this thing to go on because they both think it's going to help them. Now, somebody's wrong, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. But but that's uh, but he said, I, my role is, is it has no political uh, agenda at all. He said, my role is very simple. All I'm here to do is to present the constitutional argument. I'm not talking with the team on strategic, strategic issues. I'm not involved with what witnesses they're going to call. Uh, I'm not. I'm not involved in what facts should be alleged. He said my argument is limited to Constitution, Constitution only. Well, he's making the argument for the side he's been hired for. I mean, you I could have. Sure. You could have another. I mean, he was a Harvard law professor. You can have some others, and and they're going to say right opposite. So, one thing for sure, the uh, the Congress is doing nothing uh, as far as the business of the people right now. Yeah. Well, and the Democrats are really upset with McConnell. Yeah. They're, they're saying McConnell's rules will not allow a fair trial, so they're already preparing. Well, didn't Pelosi's rules uh, seem have in unfair in the House? <laughs> right. I mean, but remember, really? really? You think that's, that could be the case? It's political. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? You know what? what? To, you, to both of your points, Speedy and Bubba, <laughs> what Adam Schiff is saying right now, and they all have been saying it, yeah. is we weren't able to make the rules, so we consider them to be unfair. If all we right. had made the rules, they'd be completely fair. Sure. Right. Even though the Republicans <laughs> would say our rules are unfair. <laughs> so we really can't pay attention to this. They're, no. they're about as fair as they were in the House. But yeah. what this is, is they're trying to set up the great political strategy no matter how this ends, right. we still say the president is a criminal. No matter yeah. how it ends. No matter, oh, yeah, no matter yeah. how it ends. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. If, he, if he's found innocent, you say, well, he had his trial. Yeah, but the trial wasn't fair. Right. It wasn't fair right. than, than if the, the Republicans try to just get, a, you know, 
hey, do away with it or whatever. What are you covering up? Why are you doing We're this? We're going to end up, up where we already are. <laughs> We're going to end up in November. The American people are going to decide whether they thought Donald Trump's presidency was a good thing his first four years. Was this a good thing for our country and we want more of it, mm-hmm. or was it a bad thing and we want to end it right now? That, we're going to end up right where we would have been anyway. And there'll be a debate about that. Sure. And, well, there should be. But, you know, some people <laughs> – Now, I, I do think, and I guess I'm wrong, and I am wrong, to me there are some things that, that don't assign themselves to a political party. Well, you would think, right? right? You think we could decide a couple of things as Americans, but that's not the case. That's just not yeah. the – Now, remember, too, even though you're talking about Democrats and Republicans, they're – they're deep state people on both sides. No, no question. That, that don't like this outsider coming in, tweeting, calling them names, making fun of them, and changing the way they've been doing things for forty years. Now they some of that too. Yeah. Well, when you if you have one of those in your state, you this is a good time for you to assess them and say, eh, maybe it's time for you guys to go home as well. Yep. You've served us well. Head on out. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Can 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number as we make our way back. Let me point you to LinkedIn.com. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. I know you're you're thinking this year, hey, we've got some folks that we've got to add to the team, and we got to make some hires, and we got to make some good ones, and we got to make some now. Well, then you need the help to, uh, for for LinkedIn.com slash Bubba because you want to make sure that this opportunity that your company now presents for somebody uh, or for some people is uh, where they're actually going to see it. Uh, and at LinkedIn.com slash Bubba, see they'll help you find the the right person fast. Because they've already vetted out, you know, are they pretty good with collaboration? Are they creative? Uh, how about adaptability? Are they willing to move? Um, you know, and then when you see your opportunity gets to them, the only people that are going to see that are those people that you want to hire anyway. Now, if you're posting other places, these these qualified candidates aren't seeing it. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba is getting someone hired every eight seconds. Uh, and you can get $50 off regardless of how much you want to spend. Uh, your first $50 is on us. If you go to linkedin.com slash Bubba, there's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Put your opportunity in front of the best candidates by hiring the number one hiring platform uh, in our country, and that is linkedin.com slash Bubba. All right, so we have uh, a, a Cortez update. The world is going to end in 12 years uh, if we don't address Alexandria, Acasio Kid, Cortez. Everybody's favorite socialist, who uh, is shockingly a representative from from New York. Y'all, y'all know she got elected, right? You know that. I mean, like, Shocking, like people could have voted against her, and they voted she got for them realtor yeah. eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. They're coming to take me away. Ha well, Bubba, let's get started. Uh, Miss Soundbite herself, uh, these are the kind of statements you need to be listening for because they come right out of the uh, Socialist Manifesto, uh, and uh, which is also baby communism. And Bubba will start 
with a very scary statement. If uh, if you are a billionaire, you did not make a billion dollars. No, don't deserve the money. Yeah. Really. All right, you sir. sat on a couch mm. while thousands of people were paid modern day slave wages, mm. and in some cases, real slave real modern-day slavery, mm-hmm. uh, depending on where you are in, our, in, in terms of food production. Mm-hmm. Um, you made that money off, off the backs of undocumented people. Mm-hmm. You made that money off of the backs of um, black and brown people being paid off a living wage, uh, under a living wage. You, mm-hmm. you made that money off of the backs of single mothers. And who, all of these people who are literally dying mm-hmm. because they can't afford to live. Mm-hmm. And so no one ever mm-hmm. makes a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You take a billion What's dollars. What's wrong with that guy? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps. And uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or, or should help South Africa. Mm-hmm. It's um, trying to figure Boy, that's, out. that's something in it. So Cassio Kid Cortez, she knows every billionaire how they made their money. Every yeah. single billionaire. Right. Yeah. You can't be a billionaire unless you do what she no. said. Yeah, right, how about this? What if you what if you have an idea and you create a business and you make a profit off of it and it's a, a modest profit, but the idea is wildly successful and it multiplies and more people and more people and more people use it and as you have that, that profit off of it coming in, it adds up to a billion dollars. Now I mean, that didn't even make sense, what she said. I mean, that, that, that's some kind of communist uh, textbook dream yeah. scenario that, that is an easy sell to a bunch of mush heads out there. That, that guy, what was his problem grunting all the time? What yeah. was that about? Mm. No, they, they were, mm. She was at a Martin Luther King Jr. discussion. Why would we dishonor Martin Luther King Jr. by bringing a socialist in? Right. Do you think Martin Luther King Jr. was a socialist? No. Mm. He wanted uh, African Americans to have mm. access mm. to it to a system that they were being denied in the very Constitution that said that they should be treated equal, uh, and he was pointing to the Constitution, saying, "You are not living out what you claim to believe." And he was right, but he was trying to get access to what the 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 highest standard of living that the world has ever known under the constitutional republic in a capitalistic society. Not perfect. No system is. I tell you, communism certainly is. No, I'll take it over It's that. never won anywhere. It's never worked. It doesn't work. So then she says, so in other words, if she says if you're a billionaire, you you sat on a couch while thousands of people were paid yeah. modern-day slave wages. You didn't do anything. You don't, ta- you don't make a billion dollars. You take it. Now, there's a lot of very strong, I mean, rich Democrats that she's talking about there. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. There's, some, I'm telling you, there's some Democrats out there that have done quite well. Oh yeah, and they've rolled up big a lot money. of coin, mm-hmm. big money. And I don't fault them for it because I don't think it was ill-gotten gains. Every single one of them, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, next, Bubba. <laughs> next, we're not done today. Next, but what's scary to me is not her. She's obviously mm-hmm. out there, but it's it's that crowd yeah. that's all the in support of it. it. Now so, keep in mind what she just said, but then she would then go on to say. The Democratic Party should not be considered to be left because America doesn't have a left 
with the true Democratic Party should be called is center conservative. Okay. You know, in what you said earlier, too, I wanted to go back um, to what you said about our left party. We don't have a left party mm. in the United States. Mm. The Democratic Party is not a left party. Um, <laughs> the Democratic Party is a center or center conservative party. Mm. We do not advocate for, we do not, we can't even get a floor vote on Medicare for all. Mm -hmm. Not even a floor vote that gets voted down. Mm -hmm. We can't even get a vote on it. Mm -hmm. So this is not a left party. Mm -hmm. There are left members inside the Democratic Party mm -hmm. that are working to try to make that shift happen. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right, it does convey <laughs> Was that a certain uh, <laughs> sentiment about true believers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't was that him or you? <laughs> that was him. That that was I'm confused. <laughs> can I tell you, what, can I tell you what, what's interesting about the, the person grunting? That's the kind of grunt you do when you're talking to somebody who's making some sense. <laughs> I mean, she's not. She maybe it was a shock. painful. Do you think it was a painful? Might grunt? have been. You know, she's not a. Mm -hmm. she's, she's not worthy of one of those. Mm -hmm. I mean, what she's saying does not deserve a. Mm, right. Mm -hmm. mm, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Unless you're sitting there going, mm, I shouldn't have done this. Mm, why mm. have I let her talk? Yeah. Then that's fine. <laughs> But I mean, it's. Uh, Let's give him the benefit of the doubt on that. Yeah. Mm. He might have been like you said, might have been painful. Oh, mm. no, please mm. stop talking. Mm. Yeah. Very crazy. Mm. You know, so uh, yeah. that, uh, there she is. Just to she's continue. Ready to move it even further left. Well, well she says she's, they're center conservative, Greg. They're not left. Yeah, but she wants them to be left. They just won't do it. Right. That's what she yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She says that they, they're not doing enough. Uh -uh. They got more. If they want to be called left, they got some left That's work right. to do. The, uh, That's just scary. I just, mm. That makes my head hurt. Uh, Ed, Vestavia mm. Hills. How about it, Eddie? Hey, yeah, hey guys. I just, this Cortez, this communist Cortez lady, she was speaking right to the biggest donor of the Democratic Party, and that's Bloomberg. He's one of multi-billionaire, mm. and he is such a socialist guy mm. that she's talking to, mm. and he made it off of everybody. Well, so she, said, she, her, she said Bloomberg, she said, I guess, sat on the couch and – Made it off slave wages. He well, didn't, that he ain't didn't, what his commercial yeah. says. He, he didn't says not, he was fired no. and he, he yeah. went to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, she when he did, was 39. She just said, you don't earn a billion, you take it. You take it. Mm. <laughs> you don't earn it, you And you know what that other guy said? Paul, Gulf Shores, Alabama, sunny 105. Paul, go ahead. Hey, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, I was just flipping through the tube between commercials and uh, – Oh, Greta's at it again, and uh, she was at a conference, and I was just wondering, everybody that's at that conference, I wonder how they got there. How dare you? Well, they flew yeah, to Switzerland. That. They didn't well, walk. There's something. They, they didn't walk. <laughs> Danny <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> Danny, go ahead. Happy dog. You yeah, you know I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit slow for y'all today so y'all understand me. didn't get, quite give me a lot of time, but right quick. <laughs> You know, we go to all the other countries to make sure their elections are run right. And this, this impeachment thing started off of interference in elections over here. Who's going to say that they ain't trying to set up to where some foreign country come over here and watch our elections? That's all I got to say. And I think that's what it's going to, and that's what it's leading to. So thank you. Have a good day. That, that at some point, they think we're so corrupt, the United Nations will have to come oversee our elections? There was a time when I that's thought. Who I'd, that's who I'd want. You know what that deserves? Mm. The old mm. blue helmet. Mm. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're coming back. If you want phone calls in now, there's lines available. 
We'll go full-blown phones and look at any headlines we may have missed. We'll say hello to our guests in the Golden Ticket Seats. And then there's more of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's go. With nine minutes to the top. There's a, a phone line available for you if you want to join us. And we'll chat at 866-WE-BE-BIG and find out what's on your mind today. Before we do that, though, while you're coming in and Happy Gilmore is taking your phone calls, we'll go hello to the Golden Ticket Seats. I got a ticket. Pam Rollison. Pam, welcome. Glad you're here. Tristan Gavin, all the way from Italy. Uh, he's active in the, in the Army, and he's home uh, visiting. And thank you for your service. Meg Sanders is here. Meg. Beth Etheridge. Uh, we got Patrick Yarborough. Uh, Jim Brown. Probably the greatest to ever play the game. Jim here. Uh, Jason, Connie, Joshua, Seth, Maria, Byron, Wood, with no S, and Michael Stewart. All here in the Golden Ticket Seats today. Loving seeing all those Rick and Bubba shirts everywhere. They take home a Rick and Bubba double CD. They also will take home a bag of delicious BuzzBots coffee, the best coffee you've ever tasted. You can get yours by going to rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. You'll see BuzzBox there. We'll send you a fat, uh, your first pound for free. You'll pay a dollar shipping. And if you become one of our subscribers, and you will love this coffee, comes right to your door, the smell and the aroma that comes into the house. And then 10% of every cup that you drink goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, advancing the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. All right, so let's uh, let's start with Matt in Alexandria. Matt, thanks for your patience. Matt. Hello, Valley Cub. How are you today? Hey, how's it going, guys? Getting Great. after it. Hey, uh, so y'all were talking earlier about people, you know, with their job, whether, you know, you got to be in shape and all that kind of stuff. So when I used to work at, you know, Nabby, the bus factory down in Oxford, I worked at, uh, worked at Honda for a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I worked at Union Foundry for a long time. And my wife talked about, uh, how big my muscles were getting. And, uh, so I ended up going back to school to get my engineering degree. And now she keeps talking about what diet I need to be on. Yep, that's what happens. Now I'm sitting behind a computer. I mean, hey, I mean, Gwen, Gwen never complains about me because I work. <laughs> you know, I, I go out there and you know I'm I'm moving things and, and got my stitch gear and you what and uh, stitch gear and oh, I can, I can picking up logs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't run as good as me, but I'm sure you're pretty good. Yeah, I know. I'm all right. Yeah, I mean, you know. And but yeah, what's happened is you worked physically, so you didn't need to work out. Now you're sitting behind a computer, and your wife's calling you fat. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. I that's bet it. that one day at Honda did it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? Hey, well, if I, it was just one day, I'd have left it out of when I was running I my list of the things I'd done. Yeah. And it was one day. I think I'd have left it out. Well, look, I, you know, I, <laughs> well, I mean, that couldn't have done anything for his muscles. Right. But I, one day. Well, I include UPS. It wasn't long, but it's more than one day. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, is, I, if you ask me, Greg, if I worked for Honda one day, if you said, have you ever worked for Honda? I'd go, nah. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be true, though. You did. For one day. No, I don't care. You got to get a week. Get vested. Let's go to, uh, I would think. is it Avery? Avery in Alabama. Go ahead, Avery. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this is Chuck Avery. Uh-huh. All right, Chuck, go ahead. Chuck? Hey, Chuck. No, 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 you got my name confused. 
Well, I said, let's go to Avery, and you said, this is Chuck. No, I, I did not say this was Chuck. What, what did you say then? Oh, man, I really, oh, want, you Rick. To, really want you to stay with that. That's what we're <laughs> probably bringing I think up. that was smart. Yeah. No. Well, once you hear what? the guy, Greg, when you yeah, hear the I'll guy hollering in the background, no, that was us that. hollering. Yeah. He didn't have his. Yeah. That was got him. He didn't yeah, have no, his no, delay. There was somebody in the background. I, I thought that exactly. was, us. was talking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that even better. Yeah. No driver's <laughs> license. Been You're no saying, driver's license. Call him back. Okay. That's where I was. Thank you. Yeah. Can that be our code going forward? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was good. Greg. I know for you, for you, you thought you thought <laughs> you thought you, you, know, you thought yourself, Greg. Playing this corn on the ground. Oh, Greg! I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, look, we had a good six minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you set up, didn't yeah. you? Uh, let's go to Buddy. Call back, Avery. <laughs> let's go to Buddy. Well, I, in all fairness, Chuck, I, I'd I, like to go back and hear what he said. In all fairness, I looked on the the call screening board and it had the letter C dot yeah. Avery. I well, I don't know what to say. Let's go to C. Avery. So I went with Avery. You know, like I, I thought he said my name's Chuck. I, I you know too. why? Because that's what he said. This yeah. is Chuck Avery. Is what I thought. Yeah. Oh, that's what the C stands for. It wasn't you know, it wasn't outlandish for me yeah. to come to that conclusion. <laughs> you know, and then um, he didn't know, say that. Rick. It would be like if all of a sudden I called in and they said, "Hey, where are you calling from?" Uh, I'm calling from the Crest. Okay, what's your name? R. Burgess. Mm-hmm. Say that again. R. Dot Burgess. I would expect the guy to look and go, hey, Burgess, what's on your mind? And the minute they said that, since that is my last name, I think, heck, that must be me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I didn't offer a first name. I just offered a letter. So the, the host may see that and go, well, I'm just going to say, hey, Burge, you're on. And I would go, since my name is Burgess, he must be talking to me. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's right, Burgess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, let's go to Jack in Alabama. Jack, hello. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yes, I am here. You did not know there was a shooting in Hawaii, Hawaii on Sunday afternoon our time, but early morning for them. Him. I, I do not know that, but now Speedy is holding up yeah. uh, that two cops uh, have been killed by a mentally ill Hawaiian gunman. Uh, he had an AR-15. Uh, and then Didn't he burned the place? Yeah, then, then torched seven homes mm-hmm. and, uh, and two others missing, sadly, they think may have burned in the flames. So this was, but they think this is a person who had some mental issues, which, mm-hmm. you know, if you shoot everybody up and burn the place down, we, we all had that probably at hello, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think, think so. so. Think that yeah, no, so, so it's an awful story. Uh, we continue, Buddy and Gadsden. Buddy, go ahead. Hey, guys, I didn't see the uh, video feed of AOC's speech. Was there a llama in the audience? <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> That's good. I want, to ask you, I want to ask you guys a question on that note, and I'm trying to think what – I, I think I have it. I think I have this right. I could be wrong, but it's not going to matter on the story. Mm-hmm. I know you ever had people try to emulate or copy their competition, but they're not as good at it as the competition. They really should have just gone another way saying, hey, this isn't us. Is Liberty Insurance attempting Liberty. to be zany like Geico with this uh, emu thing where the emu's got a Oh, I don't like oh, that yeah. commercial. You're right, where by the way. his partner's the emu and he keeps messing do, up. Do y'all find that to be funny? <laughs> no, I, I, do like, I, I do like I, when I, the I pine, pine cone falls cute. on the hood. <laughs> yeah, he goes nuts. But I, but I, I, I reckon I'm like with you. What about when he's distracted overlooking in the mirror <laughs> and the glass? It, and it just doesn't – I don't know what it is. I think it's funny. It's doing nothing for me. Is this them trying to be like Geico? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're trying to I just don't cute. think they're as clever as Gar- 
Geico. They're 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 just going weird. Ricky, it's weird, but it is kind of funny. Well, could they at least call it the insurance emu or something? I, I, I don't I don't follow it. Yeah, I, I might laugh at that. They say, well, let's ask the the insurance emu. That I, might be funny. I'm telling you, the one that's only me right now. Speaking of those, is the woodchuck commercials oh, they brought yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now them chucking the wood into the pond is funny, but there's one where it looks like it's a commercial for yeah, a I've business, seen it. I've seen it. and they're throwing they start throwing Fantastic. the wood down off the attic. Yeah, yeah that's funny. very funny. <laughs> yeah, and Geico they they rarely miss, but I'm not sure about this. I guess it's, I think it's Liberty. Liberty. And they got the guy. Did you not think it was funny when he got the key to the city and it was giant and he put it on his key ring? It was dragging the ground and and he he went marching off. And this is on me. And this is on me. I don't. I don't. I'm not following. I'm not following the theme other than I'm a guy with an emu. Right. right. And I need more than that. I need. I don't even know what product it is. James. Develop. Develop the storyline a little bit. I I don't understand the emu. Um, But anyway, you know, you can be funny, but then you can just be weird. Uh, top Maybe of the hour. Uh, if you're leaving us, have a great day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.